0: Hey there. Jordan here, your producer, and more importantly, your Orba. Before we dive into this episode of Tabletop Notch, I would like to humbly ask your forgiveness for the audio quality of this episode. A live show is a fickle thing, and this episode in particular is not up to our typical standards for sharing with our incredible community. But some of you asked for it, so here it goes. If you're ever having trouble following along, I always encourage you to watch the five-minute recap of the episode on our YouTube channel. But now, having said that, let's get you started on another chapter of A Peek Beneath the Veil.
1: We're all sitting down at the table. God. Welcome
2: back. In Chapter 39, Off the Map and On the Record, the party reeled in Safira from the edge of the waterfall and back under the safety of the catwalk, though the sounds of splashing and sputtering attracted the attention of the guard on duty. Using the abilities granted to her by her wild ordinance, Safira was able to trick the guard into believing that the noise had come from an animal, (laughs) <laughs> and after he had safely returned to his watch, we snuck into the building on the opposite side of the lake. There we found an out-of-commission recreation room, where some stored items in the attic gave us the impression that this particular harvesting yard was not currently on good terms with the Mullafairs. After a moment to collect ourselves, it was time to take the path down behind the waterfall, which was thankfully unpatrolled and gave us the option of entering the camp either from the north or south side of the river. Noticing that the mount- mounted Black lion Barbarians were not currently policing the ridges, likely due to the discovery of the note calling for their help in the calluses, it seemed like there wouldn't be a better moment to slip by undetected. So Jillian activated her traceless band and we dashed toward the closest portion of the main structure. We climbed up onto the rooftops without an issue and moved carefully to the lip of the chimney above the electrolysis lab, where Orba volunteered to make the plunge and utilize her dark vision to see what was in store. After avoiding some kind of acidic substance at the base of the chimney, she gave the all-clear and was joined by Graven and Bizarro, who began to investigate the lab while Orba made sure the connecting hallways weren't hiding any guards who might stumble in and sound the alarm. Despite not knowing exactly what everything's purpose was, the lab provided some useful insights into what kind of volume of myconid products the camp was producing and where the shipments might be headed. And when Graven sensed the opportunity, he also hid the two canisters of necrosilium that Jillian had passed on to him. On the other side of the compound, Jillian, Erland, and Safira had successfully infiltrated the washroom with the glass ceiling, finding it mostly in the same condition as when Erland had scouted it from above. And believing there was a guard posted somewhere in the vicinity, they took the non-violent approach and used the cumbersome leather suits with the domed metal helmets to obscure their identity and pose as scientists heading down, into the holding pens. After bypassing the security, the two half-elves aided Jillian through the darkness until they found a way to illuminate the underground cages, bringing them face to face with the imprisoned myconids held within. As we wondered what we might learn from the condition of these myconids, Orva was doing some learning of her own, having discovered a journal kept by someone who was an integral part of the harvesting yard's development. <laughs> As she pored over the pages, began to put some of the pieces together, we asked ourselves, what was so special about the Type C candidates alluded to in the diary? What other information could Bizarra engrave and glean from the electrolysis lab without causing some accidental damage? And if Jillian had known how much difficulty Erlen and Safira would have turning a light on, would she have changed up the composition of the teams? We find out now, on Chapter 40, of A peek Beneath the Veil
3: a bit. I'm
0: bad. I'm, <laughs>
2: I'm, nervous. I'm I'm already sweating. From just a couple steps a couple behind, step. you watch the suited figure of Jillian press gently up against the bars. For what seems like an eternity, she stands there, almost motionless. Just the rising and falling of heavy breaths under the load of the leather suit and helmet. Without being able to see her eyes through the visor, it's impossible to tell what's going through her mind, and the creatures in the corner of the cage likewise make no significant movements or indicate that they've sensed her presence at all beyond the illumination of the crystal. As Erland waits with his helmet resting by his feet, every exhalation comes with a small whiff of blue smoke that dissipates quickly into the surrounding air. The smoke is odorless and tasteless, but it also comes with a strange feeling of hyper-awareness. It's as though the clarity of your vision is especially sharp, the colors of the fungi especially vivid, and there's a tingling in your fingertips that feels like an over-caffeinated tremble. Safira runs her eyes around the room, now lit enough to make out the general layout which consists of a pathway that runs in a circle with cages along the exterior and then some along the interior. And not every cage has myconids inside, but the majority of them do. If you can extrapolate from the wide variety of oversized mushroom caps clustered together, some of them flatter with a dark red color, some of them brownish with a brim that curls over to the stalk almost into a ball, and others an off-white, more pointed top that looks kind of like a partially opened umbrella. You peer through the rows of bars to see that on the south end, there does look to be another heavy iron door leading out of this room. And on the western wall, some kind of small alcove containing possibly some tools, some kind of chart looks like it's mounted on the wall. And Jillian sort of stands there for a moment and then you see her back up a little bit and she starts to undo her helmet and she and she looks to Sephira who's still wearing the helmet and Erland who no longer has one we're already breathing the air in here I don't believe the suits are meant for this room and she kind of punks it on the ground
3: And I'm going to, like, seeing that she's done that, I'm going to undo mine and kind of lift it
2: And she kind of helps you do so. Yeah. The guard said that the hoses and kits were in storage, implying that he at least has a rudimentary understanding of how one should be dressed. I doubt he would have let us in if we didn't have the necessary equipment and it was dangerous to breathe the air. Okay. Of the entire camp that we've seen so far, this one is the most familiar to me. Better organized, but otherwise not a lot of innovation when it comes to the down and dirty of it. That light source that you're holding, it's a solar crystal. It very weakly emulates the effects of sunlight, which slowly dries out the skin of the myconids. And as that happens, their skin responds by accelerating mucus and membrane growth, which if you're a harvesting yard looking to maximize production is exactly what you want. They, um, she sort of scans her eyes over the room and she points a finger out and you can see a small sort of trembling in her finger as she's pointing around the room. You can see um, they separate them into smaller clusters. When they're harmed, they release distress spores that cause a chain reaction among other myconids, making it difficult to breathe, making it potentially toxic. Give me a moment to take a look around, see if there's anything out of the ordinary. And she begins to kind of move around a little bit. What do you guys do? Can
3: I get close to one of the cages? You can, yeah. I want to get close to one of the cages and kind of squat down to its level and I want to really take a look at one of these Sure, spaces.
2: are you looking for something in particular? So the one that you're kind of closest to that you squat, one is the first one you looked into, that one where they're kind of clustered in that back corner. That's the one with the kind of flat, wide, five-foot red brims. Is there anything you're looking for in particular?
3: Yeah, I'm looking to see, like, this is so stupid, but I, I want it, do they have, like...
2: Can they lie? <laughs> uh give me a perception check
3: okay
0: let's roll the night
2: uh jordan just to double yeah. check are you running the stream on your ipad
0: uh, i'm on my phone
2: uh is that hooked up to the speakers i feel like that might be causing some interference under your oh, bluetooth you know. settings
0: yeah let me check sorry one second yeah Oh yeah,
2: yeah. If you could okay. just disconnect, yeah.
0: that. I'm doing that. Yep. Cool. Thanks, Apple. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, perception was twelve.
2: Great. Right away. They definitely don't have faces, and and okay. you do sort of get, as you've been told that there's a lot of sort of gray area as to whether they're intelligent creatures and things. They don't give off any kind of sense of response that doesn't seem animalistic or 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 innate you know they, they sort of curled away from the sunlight but you've seen plants do that just they did it faster like it seems to happen in, in fast motion but they they don't give any indication that they're sort of interacting with their environment in a in a sort of
3: and the blue breath thing is just happening with their yeah, own
2: as far as you can tell right now yeah mm. um am i
4: am i feeling any sort of uh of the like hunger that happened
2: in the forest or the the hunger definitely no no you're just sort of feeling that hyper sort of awareness that you're feeling as you as you breathe though
4: uh is that a familiar
2: feeling no okay
4: (laughs) erlin's erlin's gonna i guess there, there's pens on either side, right, like around the room. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There's sort of a there's a square of pens <clears throat> around the exterior, and then a smaller square in the interior, so you can walk all the way around. Yeah. They're on your left and right as you're walking around.
4: Oh, geez. Okay. I'm just gonna go to a different sort of cluster than Safira or Jillian are. Merlin's sure. gonna kind of really slowly just like put a hand up against the
2: and and I want to look in as well and. Give me a perception uh, check uh, with advantage.
4: Uh, perception
2: uh, 18. You sort of peer in and you, as you're sort of getting down and close to the bars and you can feel your breath kind of passing and the bars start to fog up a little bit as you see some of the condensation sort of cling to the to the cold metal bars. And in the corner where a few of these where you're crouched down at some of those like uh, pointed umbrella looking ones there's sort of like a almost like a a, a bellows sort of they constrict and as they do so a sort of puff of blue comes out from underneath them
4: of this is of the of
2: the mic themselves yes like under where their caps are so
4: yeah, yeah yeah um and as i move closer to them there's no um there's no uh they're not they don't respond to
2: me as i come closer to them do other than that blue puff. They don't seem to be responding to you directly. And again, you can only get so close without trying yeah. to break into the path. Oh, that
4: blue puff only happens when I
2: went close. Yeah, as far as you could tell, yes. Okay.
4: Um, and is it synced up with my breathing at all? Or don't is it, it trying to... No. Uh,
2: that
4: mean? Gonna... What are you Erlen's saying? Gonna... <laughs> Erlen's going to keep walking just kind of along the side, and I want to just see if the blue puff happens every time I go past a different one.
2: Uh, so so you, okay, yeah. So you sort of leave that. So I'm like walking along, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of move. and it not every single one, but you definitely see a few other puffs come out. Um, and are the you said there's some uh, fungus on the ground as well, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm, it doesn't seem like uh, like mobile, like the mycenas like, are. Just, just yeah, you know, general vegetation along the ground.
4: Are they reacting in any way to my movements? Oh, as you can tell. Um, I'm just going to kind of walk over to. Uh, you said there's a. Um, uh, uh, you said that there's a. Um, what's the word? Like a, a
2: signage of some sort. Yeah, there's, it looks like there's like a little alcove that seems to have some tools and things, and possibly a chart yeah. on the wall. Is I'm going to go over to that. Yeah, you do so as Erlen's walking over there, um, safira are you doing anything?
3: Yeah, I'm going to start. So I've, I've looked at this thing. I, I you know, I'm going to stand up and follow behind nerlin sure. um because i also want to look at the charts. okay
2: great so as you guys are starting to walk and as you do so it seems like jillian's also she's trying to get a gauge on possibly the mic like, and its physical condition like whether they're particularly hurt you can see her kind of crouching and moving along to where she can get closer to them and she's kind of looking at them possibly looking for any sort of signs that she recognizes so you guys move over and i'm going to <laughs> here's where we're gonna this is gonna get exciting Oh So this was supposed to be a physical handout. But oh. I'm, I'm going to drop oh. it in the thing so you guys Archman. can see it. Okay. And then I'm Archman. also going to bring it up on the stream so people can see it.
0: Oh, oh, we can all look at it?
2: How does this uh, work? Yeah, I dropped like it. To
0: download.
2: I put it in the chat. And I put it up on the stream as well.
0: Oh, <gasps>
1: Cool! June. Oh.
2: So this is a chart that you see on the wall. Oh! That I
1: remember. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: What does that mean? Oh, I know. That's the
2: chart I see on the wall. Okay. And for the people on the stream, there's two parts to it. So it has this pen part, and I'm going to bring it up a little bit, and it has, like, some writing Mm. on the bottom, too. Oh, Oh. rotation.
1: Oh. Oh,
3: there's a date oh
5: she loves dates
4: <laughs> oh yeah would i would i acknowledge would i know that as a date yep
2: yeah, definitely
1: 446
2: so uh that last one e that's two that's a second try at 060 that's two days ago and then they're in Ooh. they're in one month segments so like the 2030 that's a month and two days ago et cetera, et cetera two months <laughs> so I, the, the four, I need to learn this system y- yeah what is the can yeah, you explain same. the system one more time the yeah, so
4: four four six again
2: it, yeah so the 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 triad the the year's broken into three parts of 120 days basically so the, okay. the second triad so the first there's triad one which is the first 120 days so it's the 60th day of the first triad that's the first date so that would essentially oh, be the so end funny. of february in our of,
6: of the year 446
2: yes of the year 446
1: oh, okay the 60th day.
4: day of the first
2: triad yep. okay. okay great great great
1: all right yep. oh okay
6: so this 90th day of the second triad yeah. so that hasn't yeah. happened
2: yet so the easy so the very things that you can obviously discern are that it looks like every month since they started they do this harvest sign off that's for, that's clear to you guys um sorry how do you what do you mean every month since they so look like the first one is first triad um 060 so the next one's 090 which means 30 days later so it looks a month later there was another harvest sign off and then
1: is that like when they harvest things is that what that means
2: (laughs) you don't know that (laughs) but you might presume
1: (laughs) i might infer that from the chart well not me but (laughs)
2: Okay. But yes, the most recent one that has a signature. See, the last one has no signature. But the E, Triad 2, oh, 060, that was two days ago.
4: Oh, I see. Oh, I see. Oh, so the D, Junior. Oh, those are signatures next to I see. Yes. Okay, great, great,
6: great. So... It's if, the rotation. Sorry, I'll be quiet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you hear Graven's
6: well, I don't today. see
4: this.
1: Mind your business. It's the rotation.
4: So, having now walked through this, if I are. Do the myconids in the pens seem to be of different sizes based on how long they've been uh, in each respective pen? It seems like. Give me an investigation check. Um, Investigation Uh, 21. It, oh it's not so
2: much about sizes but it, they do seem to be in varying conditions definitely some of them their skin seems kind of thinner and like they're they're sort of uh, the stalks seem to be sort of a little emaciated so it does seem like you can tell that certain ones look like they've they're in different levels so of condition sad. so awful it's
1: not right
4: and does it what it seem like the ones in the f pen Uh, are the healthiest looking? They do appear to be the healthiest, yes.
2: And the ones in the A-pen look to be the least healthy. The ones in the E-pen look to be the least healthiest. Least healthy. Because they are the most recently one would presume. You understand? Mm. (laughs) Doesn't look what it does. No, I do not know. (laughs) So the the, the ones in the A-pen were harvested a while ago. (laughs) Yeah. So they have since regrown some of their (laughs) membrane. Oh, the ones, the I The most see. recently they, harvested ones, the E Pen, they are in the worst condition because they very. I did not
4: take into consideration the regrowth ability. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Come
1: on, Plant Man.
4: <laughs> um, it's Plant Boy right, are is, And are there any tools around this? Uh, this uh, d- sort of poster. Give me another
2: investigation check, uh, Sofia. Give me one too, since you're both sort of looking there. Oh. Uh,
3: yes. <laughs> what was Eleven. that? Eleven.
2: Well, in addition to the chart, you do see that it looks like there's a small rack of shears that look to be sort of well-maintained, clean, shining off of the sort of glint from the solar crystal. And there's a few tarps that are hanging on the wall, and a number of buckets lined up along the floor. And there is a medium-sized metal chest sort of behind the buckets, and it doesn't appear to be locked. Uh, can
1: I open the chest? You can. It. Please
2: do. It opens with a, it's a little rattling noise as it opens, kind of a the metal sheet, but it opens. And inside the chest are what looks to be these sort of oversized, almost like fish hooks. There's sort of a there's a curved metal piece, and then like a Jesus. barb on the end. Oh but instead of being attached to like a rope or a string that you'd see like with a with a sort of fishing line, there's a length of chain chain links that you'd see on, like, a set of manacles, so it has this, like, hook, and then a bunch of chain that you could hold. And, and like then, what's the, what does, what is the chain attached to? So it's, like, hook, chain... It's not attached to anything, it looks like it's...
4: Oh, it's just yep. hooks and chains. Yes. Ugh.
2: Christ.
5: <laughs> <Fright. laughs>
3: I'm gonna, so, but I'm, I'm about to keep following behind Erlen and kind of investigating the same yep. stuff. So I'm gonna... Like tap him on the shoulder and have him. What's going on with your breath?
4: How could I possibly know that?
3: What do you mean? How could you? How, what? How could you? What do you mean? How could you possibly know that?
4: Perhaps what, keep what? your voice down. First of all. Second of all, how could I possibly know that? Have you been in one of these harvesting yards before?
3: <sighs> no, obviously I haven't. No.
4: Yes, neither have I.
3: Okay, so then we just won't talk about it then, I suppose.
4: Well, if you have any brilliant ideas, I'm willing to hear them.
3: No, I was really hoping you'd be the luminary on your own fucking breath, but no, fine. <sighs> so, what, they use these hooks to drag them somewhere? Where's the next room?
2: There's a door in the room, yeah? Yeah, there's another iron door similar to the one you entered through, yeah.
3: Where is Jillian
2: right now? She's sort of by one of the cages. She looks over in your guys' direction as you guys sort of started to talk. Anything of use over there?
0: Some tools.
2: Does this rotation look uh, familiar to you? Again, better organized, but yes, it seems fairly consistent with what I'm seeing. The group here that your chart has marked as the most recent harvest, you can see that they look quite emaciated. It's not because they're underfed. The outer layer of membrane is quite thick. and When it's peeled back, they have a very fragile look about them. You'll also notice that they seem to be tipped over on their side, while the others appear to sit upright. For some time after the harvesting, their caps are disproportionately heavy, so they have a hard <laughs> time balancing.
1: Poor <laughs> guys.
2: You'll see in contrast to this other group, the one that's not yet signed off on the chart, broad torsos, this sort of slimy green sheen, sap-like buildup from the effects of the crystals drying the skin out. None of this is out of the ordinary, sadly. Um,
4: just some tools here. Arlen's gonna keep, um, gonna close the chest and just gonna kind of keep walking along the sort of perimeter. Sure.
2: Uh, seeing their, their response to him, the response to the breath. Sure. And Jillian kind of follows behind you. It's, you guys are all kind of slowly walking I through the- I yeah.
3: noticed the, the its doing the blue thing.
2: Give me a perception check.
3: <laughs> oh, that is sad. Six. Yeah, I mean, no!
2: they're, they're very much, like, crowded in the back of these cages they sort of curl away from the central light so it's hard to see and it, you can see a little bit of movement of the caps like it seems like they kind of pulse a little bit but you really don't that see that like yeah response. it dissipates very quickly like erlin's seeing this as soon as it kind of puffs out it sort of dissipates and you really don't see much of anything You guys are continuing to walk, and the three of you kind of moving along, looking to your right and your left as you're kind of moving through here. And Jillian's, she's got her kind of helmet and she's carrying it with her. She's kind of moving along with it.
3: Jillian, should we put these back on before we go to the next room?
2: Perhaps, yes. Um, I'm less worried about our own safety in this particular area and more about, if we go through that door, somebody seeing us with our helmets off.
3: Well, right. I, that too. <laughs>
2: You guys have kind of walked, and you've gotten basically to the area. I can bring this up, uh, on the stream. Sorry, you guys have basically gotten to the area where the next door is. You guys have walked around the perimeter of this room.
4: And would that be between? If we're looking at the sort of pens here, is yeah. that which which two pens is that between? Uh,
2: between A and D. So you guys came through B and C there. Uh, okay. And the alcove that you were looking at with the chart was between A and B. So the okay, yeah, the far door is between A and D.
4: Um Erlen wants to keep walking past that door just for a second just like a I want to do a full lap around the perimeter just sort of anything in particular you're doing L- literally just kind of like running my hand along the bars and like trying to take in um these creatures that he's heard a lot about but has never seen sure. give me a nature check that never Ooh. goes well spicy
6: <laughs> oh eat it
4: eighteen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've been yourself. rolling. You've been rolling well. What are you eating?
6: I am
2: rolling suspiciously <laughs> well.
1: <laughs> I'd like a visual of that, thank you.
2: Yes. So you start to move along, and now you're getting into that kind of corner over near the A cages. And as you're sort of moving your hands along, as opposed to the other ones that kind of curled away and sat still in the corners, and you saw the little kind of puffs coming out, one of them seems like it is moving, almost leaning towards you a little bit. And This is, this is in the A-Cage? Yeah, it's in the A-Cage. And this is one so, of the kind of brown-topped ones that's sort of round and it curls underneath. So this is one of the healthier ones, I
4: would presume? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, Erlen's going to stop and just sort of stand there with a hand on the bar and see what this thing does.
2: And very slowly... And it's one of, there's probably four of them in this cage or kind of clumped together. And one of them kind of slowly makes its way in your direction. And it's, it's kind of putting, its limbs aren't totally finger-like, but it's kind of putting down these little branches on the ground, these little stalks that stick out of its torso, and it's kind of slowly crawling ever so slightly, and it has this kind of oh weird, God. unnatural movement to it. It never fully, like, stands up, even though you've heard they kind of are bipedal. It kind of crawls almost. And it's... So, it's if it's really oh low,
4: Erlen's gonna, Erlen's gonna kind of crouch down on one knee and just sit there by the pen.
2: Sure, And it continues to crawl. And Jillian, <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look over at
4: Jillian, and then look back to it.
2: And it continues to move. Jillian? And again, you hear that as before, that kind of almost like running mud through your fingers, sloshing noise as it's moving. It's kind of. Are
3: you sure it's a good idea to touch it?
4: Or is going to keep crouching there as it moves towards him?
2: And Jillian puts her hand on Sephira, like to have her wait. And it continues to move. And it gets closer. Within eight feet, five feet. And then it kind of stands up ever so slightly. kind of becomes raised, a little erect off the ground. And one of its kind of mucousy limbs, it reaches out. And it looks like it's reaching kind of for your chest. And it gets Uh, within
4: uh. (laughs) two feet. Erlen's gonna sort of, uh, I guess, like, meet its height and just sort of sit there and stay with it. Still has his hand on the bars.
2: Yep. And it reaches out and it touches you right in the center of the chest. Eek! And you have a very similar feeling to being back at Blom's house as kind of energy pours into your chest. Oh, come on. And as it does, out your nose and mouth, there's a big (sighs) puff of blue, and as you do it, the same thing underneath the cap. (sighs) Underneath the cap of the mushroom. Come on. And there's a sort of moment where the two of you kind of hold a pose in stillness. And once again, that feeling of sort of hyper awareness envelops you and you breathe deep and your surroundings begin to brighten almost to a point of natural illumination as if this place was full of daylight coming fully through the windows and the brightening continues and it goes past the point of visibility so that each creature in the room is like its own sun, radiating outward with this kind of blinding light that washes everything into a stark white. The edges <coughs> of the objects obfuscating and bleeding into each other, until a sea of white stretches out before you. And you look to your right, your left, and it seems that Sphera and Jillian gone, and there's mist around your feet as if you're kind of walking on clouds, an empty, vacuous nothing, like you've fallen asleep and forgotten how to dream. And a minute passes, and there's sort of a gentle groan. Something in the distance getting larger or possibly closing in on you quickly. <sighs> a dome or a cone shape, some kind of rock formation. And it's surrounded by a few kind of leafless trees that kind of sprout up out of this these clouds or nothingness around you. Faster towards you, maybe a thousand feet away. Eight hundred feet away. Five hundred, two hundred closing in and then all of a sudden it feels like it's upon you and then you look around and you realize that you've brought your hand up almost in a flinch as the object was coming closer and you bring your hand down to find a kind of cave-like atmosphere you're sitting on a rock and there's another man across from you that you don't know leather armor and a wide waistband affixed with various items, almost like a tool belt. A dagger, a hammer, a pickaxe, a chisel. He's in the process of tying a length of chain to a large hook with a barbed end. And to your left and right are Sephira and Jillian. As real as they ever seemed. But you can see out the entrance of the cave back into the cloudy abyss. It all has this kind of falseness to it. Almost like actors among set pieces. And the man across from you speaks. First time. Where the hell am I? Your first time in the caves. I have no idea what you're talking about. And Jillian kind of reaches out, and you can feel her kind of touch you on the leg, like down near your knee. Yes. Yes, it's our first time. And she kind of gives you a look. Well, There's no magic to it. You stick with me, you do exactly as I say. They're slow, and they're stupid. But if you don't do it right, you'll be puking up your guts, or worse kind of goes back to working on whatever tool he's working on. And you feel Jillian kind of lean in. And she's not, like, looking directly at you, but she's kind of pushed up against you so you can hear her. It appears we've entered some kind of shared consciousness. Let's not do anything to shake it loose. (laughs) the man again comes forward and now he's got a couple of kind of chains and he reaches, he kind of hands them out to each of you one for each of you I take it you know how to use these he hands one to Erlen and he hands one to Sephira and he hands one to Jillian yes of course it's not our first time with one of these just out here <laughs> in the room. good come on then you see him get up seated, sort of this rock where he was seated, and he begins to move out towards the entrance of the cave, leaving the three of you seated here for a moment. Erland where have you taken us? I have no idea.
5: Is it possible that that's the answer to the question? I should be I'm asking crying. you
4: the same thing, Jillian. Where have you taken us? So this isn't part of the plan?
2: No. But it is magnificent, isn't it? don't.
3: Hang on! Magnificent?
2: Don't you get it, Erland? No. You're inside the mic in its memory. It's speaking to you. Talk to it.
3: The assignment. And why are you
2: here as well? I don't know. Because you brought us along for the ride. Let's follow that man before he gets too far away.
3: You're telling me the thing the Mike
2: remembers this. I think it does, yes.
4: Alright, Erlen gets up and starts following the guy.
2: And it seems like as you get up, Safira and Jillian kind of feel compelled to get up as well. You have this kind of sense that even though they've joined you in this sort of shared consciousness, that you are directing it. That, you know, as you do things, they follow your lead. And it's hard to tell if they have full agency or if, or if you're kind of guiding this sort of something in your head.
4: So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow the guy holding that sort of chain thing. And you do so.
2: And you start to walk. And you start to, as you exit the cave, you can feel the cave behind you disappear down into the clouds, below the white, and again, a sea of white clouds kind of beneath your feet, stretching out before you. And then popping out of the ground, what appear to be large stalagmites piercing through the soft white ground, often reaching as high as six or seven feet. And there's others now more hunters dressed similar to the man that you spoke to. And they're all kind of walking with purpose. And they have chains slung over their shoulders, blades on their belt, and they're all kind of moving, weaving between the stalagmites as they kind of push forward. And you and Sephira and Jillian are all walking quickly and you have the chains that you've been given. And it seems like you're in this, almost like a hunting pack of people that have made their (coughs) way to this area. And as you move, the stalagmites behind you disappear and new ones fade into vision in front of you, this sort of self-forming path that extends into infinity over and over again. And one of the men, a different one than the one you spoke to, gets close to the three of you as you're walking. The best way to get at them is to separate one from the group. You hook them through the gills and you drag them a couple hundred feet or so away. And you want to hold him down so the gases they emit get mostly trapped underneath the cap. You grab a partner, <coughs> you run the ropes underneath a metal loop, and he takes one off his belt, and you pin him to the ground. It's easy. You get the hang of it quick. He it's the gas heavy. poisonous. Yeah, if you breathe enough of it in. Hold your nose. And he keeps walking. Erland? If we find this mygnid in this dream state, whatever this is, are we hunting it or are we saving it?
4: If it's a memory, do we not have a choice in the matter? I don't
2: know. You seem to have the ability to affect this memory. What was that, Sephira? speak a little louder
3: make the right decision
4: Erlen's gonna start look. At, I, I, did the guy indicate to follow him? Or yeah, they're you, still wa- you are all still walking oh okay. great so this is gonna keep walking
2: you do so and Jillian's kind of almost giving you an expectant look I don't know
4: yet alright I have no experience in shared conscious. do you?
2: seems a decision is going to be made soon, so think about it. You can continue to walk, start to move. And the stalagmites seem to pop up more frequently now, around, it seems like this cave atmosphere has kind of closed in a little bit. And it's hard to, if the sight lines are blocked, it's hard to kind of see exactly where you're going. You've kind of delved deeper into whatever this sort of false cave is. And then you see a bunch of the men that are in front of you, three or four of them, kind of, shh, and they kind of duck behind a couple of the stalagmites. Yeah, we all duck, yeah, duck behind. Julian does so too. And one of them motions to another, and the two of them take their chains with their hooks, and they kind of slip out and behind another stalagmite. So now they're out of view. They've they've gone around, out of your vision, to the other side.
4: Okay seems they've spotted one so I'm gonna follow them
2: you start yeah. going forward and a couple of the people kind of watch you go you move forward and you get to the slagmite and you peek around and you can see a mycanon very much like the one that looks like the one that crawled up to you kind of okay. standing in the middle of this cave-like atmosphere it's sort of seated on the ground and at the moment, it doesn't appear to be alerted to anyone's presence. You can see it there, and you can see it looks much healthier than it looked sort of inside the pens. has kind of a sort of bulky stock, and the, the sort of ball on top has a kind of nice breathing kind of essence to it.
4: <clears throat> and I'm holding this, um,
2: one of these chains with a hook, yeah? You are, yes. And there's two men. Okay. You can see the two that were moving forward slowly creeping forward with their own chain. And towards that mic it yeah yep. how long is my chain uh, it looks like it might be 20 feet um,
4: all right I wanna I wanna sort of they're moving to, okay so those two guys are moving towards that mic it okay so I'm gonna crawl up and get I want to get as close to those two guys
2: crawling as possible before they get to the mic in it sure you'd ha- I mean they're they're I mean they're not crawling they're kind of crouched and walking but it, okay. it's going to be hard to catch up to him. You'd have to walk pretty quickly to catch up to him. Um, yeah, I'm going to sprint up behind them. Okay. So they're starting to move, and they can hear you behind them, and they both kind of turn.
4: <laughs> okay. So I'm going to stealthy my movement, but I'm going to make it faster. Give me a stealth check.
1: Huh, you use the word. Down to the check.
2: Uh, <laughs> you guys are going to think I'm cheating. 21.
1: <laughs> oh my god.
2: You start to creep towards quickly. <laughs> and they see your approach I'm uh, getting out of there we go focus they start to they, they can see you creeping and they, they notice they acknowledge how sort of stealthy and quietly you're moving and you get closer and they sort of get up to them and you guys are probably at this point maybe 50 feet away from the mic, it maybe a little less what's okay. your fucking problem do you know how to fucking wait do... so what's
4: the plan you're going to two people to a mic in it I don't need a third so you're going to capture this one, then?
5: Yeah, get your own.
4: Um, and that's the mic in it that looks kind of similar to the one that I saw? Looks very similar to the one that you saw. I'm taking my chain and wrapping it around both the guys and trying to strangle them. Give me an attack roll.
5: Oh, no!
2: 19, uh, uh, attack roll of what kind, actually? Uh, use your strength modifier as the plus to it. Uh, 20 to hit. That hits. Roll for damage. Ooh. Give me a D8 plus I your strength modifier.
1: I wonder how strong these guys are.
2: Memory bad. Oh, that sucks. Uh, Two. Two. Oh.
1: Great. So because,
2: uh, give me a separate attack we'll roll for the second guy, since you tried to attack both of them at the same time.
4: Yeah. I basically, I was close enough to them that I kind of wanted to like wrap the chain around them and do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me yeah. the second attack roll. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so that's
2: uh, plus my strength, you said? Yeah. 12 to hit? And that misses. Okay, so the first one, you wrap one of the chains and the other guy kind of sees it and pulls out just as you're kind of finishing wrapping the chain. And you kind of pull tight and you can see him sort of get pulled, but the other one ducks enough out of the way that you can't do it. I need you to roll for initiative as well as uh, Safira and Jillian.
0: Wow!
2: Jesus Christ.
0: Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> it's Please. a memory! Save this I room. guess. All right, initiation. What do we got? Twenty. Uh,
2: Saphira? Thirteen. Yeah. You a little twenty. Uh, oh, no, a dirty twenty. No. Sixteen for Jillian. And let me get this off of the.
0: Forty-seven for the Myconid, right? Forty-seven.
2: <laughs> uh, the Myconid's not. Five hundred. Oh, did I not get okay, hold on one second. Oh, I didn't get the battle map up on the thing. Oh no. Oh no, no you Alright. Oh. Everybody on stream, get ready for a weird thing about to show up. <laughs> oh. I just need to window oh. capture the uh the battle <laughs> Don't map. Don't say
1: that.
2: No, it's just gonna be the zoom window.
1: Uh Yep, here we go. Great. There you go. Nice Leah. I'm just jamming while, while we wait. I can't. Oh I can't believe we're already in combat, you guys.
0: Already! You guys have been doing this for an hour! You guys done yeah. it!
1: <laughs> already! I've been watching a great show! I don't know! <laughs> right. does it
2: seem like the, uh, image- What's up? Does, does it seem like the image is frozen
0: on the- oh great,
1: that's awesome. It's not frozen. Yeah. Does it look like I'm playing the song?
0: That's exactly the look that most piano players have on their faces when they're doing that. So yes. It do do. Da, do do
1: da. does the uh <laughs> yeah, it looks like the
2: battle maps might be frozen. Technical difficulties I just I cannot believe I rolled
3: Guys, this is
1: some serious just, behind. Just the scenes Just take your bow now. and just take them all out in the first. Yeah. Gonna, in, but not the mushroom. Just,
3: just they rolled such good initiative. I'm just gonna take them all. Out. Well, if you just oh, like
1: our couch, uproot, there we go. <laughs> uproot the mushroom and just carry it away. It is
2: unfrozen. Excellent.
1: Okay. Just, a <laughs> just go over and give him a hug. Let's go over and give him a hug. All
2: right, so it's a little dark. Oh my god. Tasty. So uh, early. This is you right here. Actually, you have run up
1: to where these two guys had gone. It's a little dark I know it is yeah dark. it's a little yeah
0: see if I are we do, it. it's just got to be but dark. but we're in oh, a cave
1: so it's fine that's sure. true
0: that's what we were going for on dream dream cave <laughs> it does look like john's kind of in a cave oh you want one of the casper lights
2: yeah maybe
1: <gasps>
4: oh
1: if like, you your uh, phone... flip it
4: upside down that's how you turn the light on
1: oh is that okay. <laughs> that's how you flip how you do. it yeah.
2: thanks for bearing right. with us everybody a lot
1: shake of it
2: are you grabbing the light jordan
1: Or you can use like the. Um,
2: yeah, she's gonna she's gonna light
1: Flashlight on your phone. phone.
2: I just rather not have to hold it the whole time.
1: That's very smart, especially if you're in battle. Thank you.
3: Mm,
0: how's Ooh. that? Oh, I flipped. Oh. too many. But you
3: don't. Don't do that. You guys are in the same place. Illusion shattered. <laughs> I
2: know. <Yeah. laughs> whoa, whoa, is that Orba? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's spooky. All right, it's nice and spooky. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's sufficiently cool. spooky. Cool. So this is Erland here. Wow. Behind that okay. thing, and he just attacked okay. those guys. Uh Safira is over here. Do you see where that marker is? Yeah. Right at the bottom. And then yep. Jillian is over here on the uh, right side, there on the edge. And,
4: and what what else do we have there? What else You've are these other guys here?
2: have two of those armored or not armored, uh, the hunter guys that you attacked. There's another yep. hunter there. There's another hunter there. Yep. And there's another hunter. Is he off the thing? No, he's there. You can see him right there. That
1: <laughs> does look really cool.
6: What was that? Like That's pretty s- awesome. 17 hunters?
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, are wait, there? are there a... One,
1: two. Is there another hunter right behind Jillian? Yep,
2: there are six hunters. One, two, three, four, five, oh, six. Oh,
1: no. And it's tasty.
2: And... hate that. Ooh, now my light is all warm. Um, yeah, it is. It looks And cool. this is the myconid here in the middle. It's, it kind of looks like a slug because I didn't uh, have the right thing.
1: Oh, oh, okay.
2: it's right there. I see. Okay. So, everybody know what's up there? Yep. Excellent. You Gotta roll for your uh, your boys. Uh, yes. You're right. Uh, Ooh, not Hello so
0: boys. great. Hunters and are the nine. Nine for hunters. And
2: the myconid <coughs> is so slow. He got a three.
1: That's we going. Poor guy. Yeah, we're good. Maybe he's okay. really strong, though. <laughs> His cap just... <laughs> <laughs>
2: and i'll leave that up so you can kind of you guys can kind of get your bearings but we are gonna go over to
1: Graven
3: or orma <laughs>
0: Whoa, whoa, oh. Matt. Whoa. Matt, whoa. you're freaking me whoa. out, man.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> let me turn off uh, autofocus.
6: Dat autofocus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Told you. That was actually really freaky looking. It <laughs> <laughs> you
6: you turned into dream, Matt. It was the Matt of my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, really? Matt, no, just. that's Matt the Matt of, of my dreams. No,
2: no. Regular Matt is the Matt of my dreams. That's Aww. Nice. Uh, let me
1: just the one. Up. The other one was one of my dreams. nightmares.
3: Okay. I'm just
2: turn off Who guess. is this? There we go. All right, no more of that. I'll... Oh my God, that music, dude! <laughs> Jesus.
0: Oh, that looks really cool, actually.
2: Orba closes the journal and remains still for a moment, absorbing what she's taken in, thinking about the pieces that she now has and those that elude her. A dizzying swirl of details and dates that dance across her mind as she remains tucked into this private nook, just off the electrolysis lab. A young tiefling sitting in the dark, studying her notes, trying to see the bigger picture. You have a moment here. What are you doing?
0: Okay, Orba's gonna, uh, put the journal onto the desk quietly and kind of peek her head out in either direction of the hallway and make sure nobody's there. Give me a perception check. Okay. Ooh, that's not bad. Hold on, sorry. I had the wrong part of my binder open. Perception. 18. 18.
2: As you poke your head out, you hear a little bit of noise coming from your right which would be down not towards the electrolysis lab but in the other direction Mm-hmm. a voice that sounds a little familiar that you've heard recently he's got paper in his desk doesn't he and you can see some light start to come in into the hallway yes sir top drawer on the right I believe what are you doing during this time
0: uh, is it in the top drawer on the right?
2: That is where the, you the... found the paper. Uh, not the journal. Remember the journal was in uh-huh. the next drawer? There was like empty paper. Blank paper. Uh,
0: oh, okay. Not the journal paper. Paper, paper.
2: Yeah, like parchment. <coughs> yeah.
0: Okay. I'm going to... Oh, brother. Okay, I'm going to take the journal, take the key, close the drawer that has... What?
2: Yep. I was making a Close sound the advice.
0: drawer. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh got <laughs> it now got it put the key in the drawer lock the drawer but keep the journal take the key and, and I'm gonna quickly if I can like peek over again and make sure that they're not coming I'm gonna try to quickly get around that corner and back into the other okay great spot. so you
2: can see the light sort of start to pour in but they haven't turned the corner yet give me a stealth check with advantage because they haven't come around the corner
0: yet. Cool. oh and that, like make sure I didn't disturb anything else as I run
2: okay Not okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean like, uh, like, the placemat isn't, like, turned over or anything. I don't know how, like... Okay. In, like, it just looks kept, I guess. Sure. All right, well, oh. am I doing a stealth check? <laughs> sure.
2: With advantage.
0: <laughs> oh, with advantage? Mm. Yes, please. Love That's that. That's better. You guys are going to think I'm cheating two 18s.
2: <laughs> wow. I, I believe <laughs> you guys. What am I going to do?
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You have no power here.
1: Back. Well, he technically could run. <laughs> so,
2: you kind of... T- 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 skitter around and you sort of move around uh, so you move down the hallway into the left so you haven't gone through the door to the electrolysis lab and at just as you turn that corner you can hear footsteps behind you moving down the hall are you okay, moving into I... the electrolysis lab or are you staying in there?
0: I would like to uh, stay up against that wall of the corner and see if I can hear them talking anymore you can Okay. they
2: start to t- 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 walk down the hall sounds like one pair of kind of heavier footsteps and one pair of kind of Not light footsteps, but lighter, like a not like a not a as opposed to like a heavy boot, maybe some kind of slipper or or simple leather shoe. Okay. Two days until the Mollifair envoy arrives and I lose my lions to this bullshit. Last thing I need is for those snakes to try something for us to be shorthanded. And you can hear now he's gotten about to the desk area and you can hear kind of a quick pulling out of one of the drawers it sounds like some rustling of paper it sounds like he's reached into one of the drawers and taken out some of that parchment you, um asked me to remind you about Mr. Hendry he's still waiting yeah, I know he is tell him we just made a big haul out to Urinchupa, so it's gonna be a little while plenty of space in the barracks to wait I believe his um, primary interest is in the remaining type B well he can't have any of those either may need a little extra protection around here. So tell him he can wait or he can go back with an empty wagon. Yes, sir. Of course. He's in the freight room. I'll speak with him right now. While you're in there, get me an estimate on how much quartz they brought in today. We may need to supplement with other stones. We're chewing through the components faster than we thought. Right away, sir sounds like the second voice, the one unfamiliar to you, is now moving towards you. Not quickly, but, you know, just kind of walking down the hallway.
0: Is that Slipper Man or Heavy Boot Man?
2: Uh, Slipper Man, yeah.
0: Okay, uh, is gonna start, uh, stealthily walking to, running to the, uh, uh, electrolysis lab.
2: Sure, you were right Um, there at the door, like, where it turns left that you hit around the corner. The door is, like, literally right on your left there, yeah.
0: Okay, I'm gonna get into the electrolysis lab, uh, and... Locate Graven and Bizarra. Right.
2: So as the you what were the last things you guys were doing in the room? Because this is about when she comes back. I think you two were um, looking at the
1: the I dome was.
2: with the I yes. had put
1: yeah. the hand in the dome and saw the fibers go to out, right? and then pulled it out. Right. So yeah. that
2: you see them over there near that kind of glass dome.
0: Okay. I, I you guys go on back. over to them. shit, we got to we got to hide we gotta go into the room where there's the sewers. We gotta go. We gotta go hide real quick. Is oh, someone coming okay. in here? Yes.
2: Let's go. Lead so, the way. Lead uh, the way.
0: I'll lead them toward the door where the uh, like offshoot for the sewage is. Yeah, that like is, northwest I mean, door. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, is it there's a door, then a little hallway, and then a door into that sewage room, right? Yes.
2: You peeked in there before. Yes. So there's a hallway okay. and then a door. Yep.
0: Cool. So I'll I'll open that door and like motion for them to go into that.
2: And just as you guys yes. are kind of passing through, you can hear the other door sort of open <gasps> up and come into the electrolysis lab.
0: Shut the door. Okay. Uh, Graven, dim
2: your light. Yes. Did dispel it? Sure. Do so. You guys wait for a moment.
0: I'll hold. I'll hold them.
2: And as you're kind of, you're just hand, you're standing there in the hallway, right?
0: Yeah. 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 So, um, as you're
2: looking back towards the door into the electrolysis lab, you do see a little bit of light around the frame of the door, kind of and then a little more. Like, it gets a little brighter. It seems like he's lighting lamps inside the electrolysis lab. At least a couple. Okay. And you hear his kind of footsteps quietly, and then you hear another kind of pushing of a door, and then... And it sounds like he may have gone into the double doors on the far side. And you
0: don't
1: okay. hear anything after that. Um, I'll... What
0: should we do? I'll, I'll squeeze Bizarre and Graven and be like, um... Okay, I think one of the workers is going to talk to somebody who's waiting at the, um, at the loading docks. So, I'm imagining that's going to hopefully be a quick conversation and he might just come back through this way. So, I don't know how safe we are in the electrolysis lab. I guess we could have somebody go watch. Go... Go watch him have the conversation. I would imagine it's lit if either of you go or I can go. And back in the electrolysis lab? Yes, and, and follow him out to where he went towards the loading docks, through those it's double just, doors.
6: There's just one person.
0: Yes, uh, another man is in an office that I found, but it's an offshoot. I don't think he will be
1: joining him. What time is it right now?
2: Um, it's probably like 9.30, 10
1: o'clock. So is it like too dark? Like if I went, would I not be able to see anything? Well, it's inside. I
2: mean, if the interior uh-huh. was lit, the, the electrolysis lab now looks like he lit some lamps right. in there, so it looks like it's light. And if you remember, the the double doors also had a little glimmer of light around the edge of it. It seemed like that room was also lit.
6: So it seems like he went through the electrolysis lab through to
2: where the to that north okay. uh, east like loading area, whatever that was. Okay.
1: Well, I'm not sure Graven is going to be as discreet as either one of us. So, if that is true, what would you prefer? I can go if you want me to, but if you want to go, I understand that too.
0: Well, to be quite honest, I'd like to do some kind of spell casting in here and do some more investigation because I haven't really had a chance, but. I
1: All know. right, I'll do it. I'm the smallest anyway.
0: Okay, I, w- I would say, Take a peek, but if there's any sign of them coming back through this way, you gotta come back and let us know. Stay quiet. Yeah.
1: I will. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. So I go You push the door I...
2: open. You can see into the electrolysis lab, and it's lit now. I mean you've seen the interior with Graven's light, but now it's sort of more generally warmly lit. It looks like there's at least, you know, six oil lamps around the perimeter. He's lit maybe three of them just as he was walking along. He lit up.
1: I'm just gonna walk Quickly, but quietly, over to the double door. Sure.
2: Give me a stealth check as you kind of push on the double door.
1: (laughs)
5: 21.
6: (sighs) Two. Yeah, exactly.
1: I promise. 19.
2: So you kind of push it open very quietly. Again, as you guys have noticed, as you've pushed a few of these doors open, the doors open pretty quietly. Everything in here is pretty new construction. It doesn't creak or squeak or anything like that. You sort of push one gently open. And I think before you kind of peek through the crack without pushing the door open fully. So again, you see what you saw before. There's a very wide stone hallway, and it looks like there's these rails along the floor. That And uh, on the rails, at a couple different spots, are these uh, sort of metal carts. It seems like they load things up, push them along the carts, unload them, oh. and then push them back. So they push these carts I like back that. and forth along the rails, yeah. So there's a couple mm-hmm. of carts along the rails. And then maybe, you know, a hundred feet away in the next room, sort of past the hallway, it looks like two figures having a conversation. One of them a human man, and one of them a tiefling man, as far as you can tell. Not people that you recognize right away.
1: Okay, but I can't hear anything they're saying no, right now. They're
2: speaking, it looks like they're speaking quietly and they're decently far away.
1: Okay, I'm going to keep going. And as quietly as I can. And um, how close do you think I'd have to be to hear them?
2: Decently? It's hard, it's hard to tell that. How close are you getting?
1: <laughs> I would oh. like to get... Like as close as I can to to here, but staying close to where those um, carts are Mm -hmm. and sit in a cart.
2: You can probably get up to there's probably uh, like three carts along the racks, uh, along the tracks. You can get to the (laughs) farthest cart and kind of be behind it. You're still probably about. 40 feet away from them, maybe close Can enough I to pick something? Can I hear them? Uh, give me a stealth check. Can I pick are, are you up? going to that last cart?
1: I'm gonna. What's the point if I don't? <laughs> give me a stealth check. <laughs> Good question. 10. 10. Okay.
2: Move. And as Ooh. you get up to the second cart, you kind of duck down to get behind it, and your shoulder touches it a little bit, and it kind of <sighs> pushes just a little bit. And you listen you don't immediately hear it seems like they're still whispering to each other or talking so it doesn't seem like they've been interrupted and then you move to the third one and just as you get up to the third one you can peek around and you can't hear what they're saying but you do see them have a handshake and the human man kind of puts his hand on the shoulder of the tiefling man and he kind of gives a look around a little bit and g- leans in it seems like he whispers something very quietly in his ear.
1: Can I read his lips? No.
2: And he pulls back, and the two of them kind of nod to each other, and the tiefling man goes out to the opposite side, like an exit on the opposite side. And the human man begins to look around the room, and he's kind of checking some of the crates and things. Or, or- Orba heard this, but it seems like he's checking possibly for the courts that, you, uh, that the other man was talking about. He's looking around crates in the room.
1: Do I rec- I don't recognize this man at all. No. Okay, and that's... I'm going to slowly back out. Sure. And go back to them, because that's all I really... You do so.
2: Seems like the guy's yeah. pretty preoccupied. You're able to make your way back quietly,
1: quickly. Okay. And I go through the door.
2: Um, and then I go... Sure, oh, during this yeah. time, what were what were Orbe and Graven doing during this time?
6: Uh, okay, so we we just went down the other hallway. She she went down one hallway towards the office. Yeah. We're going down the hallway towards the um, what we think is the
2: like waste disposal. Room. The waste disposal. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. you guys are in the hallway there.
6: Yeah. Okay. Um, should we try and see if we're gonna if we can get out of the I
0: mean, the, the waste if disposal? Wanted, if you wanted, did you guys feel like you searched the electrolysis lab adequately?
6: for the most part
0: Okay uh I I I I need I might need to return something and Orba return something takes out a journal I I found answers Craven, I found so many answers
6: What is that what is that
0: It's a book it's a journal it's a journal of something who's running this camp and there's so many answers I I, God, I need to return it but I want to You have to
6: return that right now
0: <laughs> I, no, he's not here, though, so that there's at least that. But, you know, I, I if I copy maybe a couple things, some really helpful pieces of information.
6: Okay, well, why don't you focus on that, then? Not looking around the room.
0: Okay, uh, okay.
6: Do you need okay. a light? No, you don't need light, do you?
0: <laughs> no, I don't need light.
6: Okay, you focus on that. I'm going to take a quick look and see if we can get out this way.
0: Okay, should I stay in the hallway, then? It, okay.
6: Wherever you feel safe.
0: I stay in the hallway. All right. Okay. Okay.
2: Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Shh. So are you moving down the hallway towards the I'm going to
6: go right? down the hallway a little bit Great. and like put my light on back a, just a little bit, sure. like really Even obscure. Even before you
2: do that, you can get up to where kind of the door to the next room is, and it does not look mm-hmm. like there's light coming from, like there's no light around the edge of the door, so it doesn't seem like there's okay. any light coming from in there.
6: All right. Uh, yeah, I'll do the light again on the on the piece, very, very shrouded, and quietly try to open the door. Ooh.
2: Okay. Eighteen.
5: Eighteen.
0: <laughs> Matt hates us.
2: <laughs> so the door to the next room glides open, pretty effortlessly, has smooth hinges. And you see a dark room one large central device that looks to be this kind of hefty stone wheel with a thick wooden bar that's anchored in the center of this slightly raised platform. And it looks familiar to you, sort of. It sort it seems like an altered version of, like, a grain mill. So you would put, like, grain along... The platform, and then someone hmm. would take the wooden bar and walk around, and the wheel would turn and crush up the grain. So that's how yeah. it, like, the mill would work. It doesn't look like it's being used for grain, but it has that same kind of appearance to it. So it seems like a physically operated kind of wheel that allows you to kind of crush things or, or grind things up. So that gives you that kind of impression. Okay. On the western wall, there's a series of stone vats that look like they're built partially into the wall, but jutting out a bit. Almost like, like a drinking fountain it has that kind of appearance to it. But you okay. can see there's some kind of liquid resting in each of these vats. Can't really tell what the liquid is yet from here. To your right is another bowl-like configuration. It's like a large bowl, but this one much larger, and it looks like there's a sizable hole in the wall with a copper plate that's blocking passage which might be operable by one of two levers on the floor nearby. This looks like, based on your impression of the building from the outside, Mm. that if you open the lever, things would flow down out towards the river.
6: Okay. How big is that copper plate? It
2: looks pretty big. It looks definitely like like, even you could fit through it. Yeah. It would okay. be uncomfortable, but you wouldn't yeah. literally be stuffing yourself through it. It would just be claustrophobic. It def- definitely okay. looks big enough for you to slide. And there's,
6: like, a mechanism there that looks like...
2: It looks like there's two levers nearby, and it looks like the oh, plate... Oh, two levers. Yep, you're not really sure which does what, but the plate is blocking uh, of the passage. Okay.
6: Any other doors in and out of this room? Yeah,
2: so the on the left side, now opposite from that wall with the... With the sort of uh, copper plate and the hole in the wall there is a door Mm -hmm. leading towards what you presume is that main part of the building that you guys avoided
6: when we were on top yeah so
2: you guys got up on the roof like the
6: other side of the the bridge like when they went down and they went in the door it
2: would be if they had gone the other direction yes
6: is there any light coming from that door yes
5: (laughs) okay
6: Can I go up to um, the? Both of the levers are like on either side of this plate. They're
2: right next to each other, actually.
6: Right next yep, to each other. The
2: plate's probably you know, a couple feet away from these two levers.
6: Can I go up to the lever that's closest to the plate mm-hmm. and literally just give it like a a smidge to see what <laughs> might can, engage? Yeah,
2: you give the lever a little pull, and as you pull, I mean, it it takes a little bit of force to. It seems like it's mm-hmm. got some decent. Sort of torque to it, but you give it a little, and it does seem like the plate begins to open a little. Okay, and then if you let it go, it goes back down.
6: Okay. Can I grab the other lever (laughs) and give it the same amount of small, yeah, little
2: pull? And nothing in the room is happening. It sounds like further into that hole, you can hear another metal sort of grinding noise. Oh
1: gosh! Deeper
2: in the hole.
6: Okay. Okay. Now... Does it look like this lever would come all the way down to the ground if I were to pull it all the way? Is uh, there a... Yeah, the, it's like... The,
2: so it's like, there's like a little curved part and then the lever sticking up, so it goes like this. It goes like, like 90 okay. degrees in either way, basically, both of them.
6: Is there anything in this room that I could use to wedge that or, like, something heavy that I could... Um, Hang off of it. Oh,
2: no, not that you, you see that for idea. That.
6: Okay. You mean
2: to like weigh the lever down? Yeah. I mean, yeah. based on your usage of the lever, it does seem like, like it stays put. Yeah, it does seem like it stays put. It doesn't seem okay. like if you let go. It just goes <laughs> the other way. Okay. <laughs>
6: okay. <laughs> Worst case scenario going on in my head. It's okay. I got it. Um, cool. Uh, second lever, I'm gonna go back to the second lever and um, as quietly as I, and slowly as I can, I'm gonna to try to pull that all the way. Sure,
2: give me an athletics check.
0: Let's go, come on, big boy. Be
1: athletic.
2: 23. You put both hands around it and you begin to pull. And to, again, it does, you know, fight it a little bit, but you get it all the way and it seems to click once you kind of get it okay. all the way to one end yeah and that's the one you said the second lever so that's the sound second it lever deeper it's the, in the hole. yeah. exactly yep. Yep. yes yeah you get
6: it all the way down and and it took effort but that's i could recreate that with the other one with yeah you think so okay yeah in a in a time of stress perhaps yes uh got it all right i'm gonna The bowl with the liquid in it.
2: Yeah, there's multiple of them, but yeah.
6: But it all looks like the same liquid. Yes. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go over to one of
2: those. Sure. Give me an investigation check because you're poking around the room.
1: Okay. Be careful.
6: Seven.
2: Seven. So you are able to just kind of as you're walking around it, you get a little bit of a like a pungent a kind of a cervic smell, not dissimilar mm-hmm. to like an odor. That you experienced at the bottom of the chimney in the electrolysis lab it kind of has this kind of mm-hmm. burny, acidic kind of odor to it. Yeah. And there's a stack of copper lined buckets nearby that uh, sort of contribute to this conclusion of it being possibly acidic. You would know that copper is fairly resistant to yeah. sort of acidic substances. So it seems like as they try to transport this liquid, they do so in these copper buckets. And you also notice that there's like a cabinet above these vats, kind of hanging. And they appear to be not not locked. They seem to be like a sliding, like a open cabinet.
6: Uh, they're not glass. I can't see, an end to can't them. see I'd into them. I might have to open it. Them, no. Um, <laughs> quietly, try to open one.
2: It's pretty quiet. And there's a row of potion flasks. All of them a kind of a steely dark blue color. Are they full? they're full? they're all full all of them oh. there's eight of them and they seem to be eight there's eight full ones seems like there's there's space up here for maybe ten to twelve but there's eight full flasks
6: and it's it looks like the same stuff that is in the no basins.
2: it does not it definitely does not look like the same stuff there's like a substance in the basins and then there's some kind of other liquid in these in these bottles
6: are there empty bottles?
2: There are, yes. Oh.
6: <laughs> I'm going to take an empty one and a full one. Okay. I'm going to put the full one into my bag. Okay. Um, does it seem like I could scoop up some of the basin stuff in the empty one without getting it on my hands? <laughs> um, gonna try. Gonna try.
2: Give me a dexterity check, just straight dexterity.
6: Okay. <clears throat> what am I doing, you guys? I don't
0: know. You're yelling at me for taking a journal. I know. I
6: know. Talking. Well, a journal is a little more singular than these things. Uh, dexterity check. Seven.
2: Seven. So you oh. take the glass and you go to kind of dip it in. And the flasks are kind of shaped in a way, and they're a little, like, bottom heavy, that you kind of have to go in at an angle, and as you do so to kind of dip it in, immediately a little bit of your fingertips touch the edges of it, and it starts to burn at your fingertips, and you have to pull it away. And as you do so, the glass kind of hits the side of the wall, and it doesn't shatter, but it chips the flask a good bit. It's got, like, these spiderweb cracks in it. You take one acid damage in addition to... Okay.
1: Acid savage. Oh, golly. Um, <laughs> you touch it,
2: ah, and you pulled it back and it sh- a little bit of it cracked. It didn't, like, shatter, but you have a okay. cracked flask in your hand.
6: Um, yeah. I'm going to put that one
2: back. <laughs> <laughs> you do so. You hide it behind um, some of the other ones. <laughs> yeah,
6: yeah. Um, there's no, like, ladles around, are there? Give me an <clears throat> check for the other for the rest of the room okay <laughs> investigation
2: 18
1: ah. <laughs> maybe you'll find a ladle
2: <laughs> it does seem like there's a near the door to the larger room that you haven't been to that has the light coming from it there is a rack there of some of those leather gloves that have the silver or the metal uh, right loops around at the elbow so it seems like okay. there's protective gloves on, like on a rack near the door. Um, but you don't see like a label.
6: Okay, but just just gloves hanging there. Yep. Okay. Just... Qu- quickly and quietly to the to one of the gloves. Great.
2: You do so. Oh my god! You're able to grab one of the gloves and put a pair on. Yep. Yeah. They're a little snug on. Find you. a big one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the biggest one I can find. Like yeah. Okay.
6: Kind of hurry back over, get another flask, empty one. Sure dip
2: and scoop. This time you're able to do so. Get it all the way okay. in. And you can see like there's a little bit of, tiny bit of like steam on the edges of the, the fingertips of the glove as it kind of, yeah. but it does seem like they protect you sufficiently from the,
6: uh, okay. From the liquid. Okay. Um, sorry, so the one from the, the the cupboard was a darker blue. Yeah, it was
2: like a steely blue, like a gray blue kind of oily okay. texture.
6: Okay. And this one is more... This one's kind
2: of a kind of brackish green murky liquid. Uh, uh kind
6: of... okay. Um with the like gloves still on uh, um, uh, uh, well first walk over to where I got the glove mm-hmm. holding it carefully sure. and then like take off the glove and like kind of wipe up the edges of the thing sure. with the edges of the glove as I yeah. you know put it away just so, so. I'm just not touching
2: kind of touch the yep. edges up so you don't get it right,
6: right. Uh, and so you have put flask that of each. Yep. one flask of each uh, hang the glove back up Okay. Um
2: Jeez. you also notice as as in a, as you were just kind of grabbing the gloves, these ones did seem noticeably tarnished. Like you've seen the ones that uh Safira and Bizarre grabbed from the cave. Yeah. And those ones seem fairly pristine in <clears throat> condition. These ones have a number of kind of splotches around, and discolorations around the fingertips. And this
6: palms. is the real shit.
2: <laughs>
6: okay. This is
1: where um, it happens. People. This is
6: the shit. Okay. Um yeah uh those are the only liquid the, the, the cupboards i kind of looked through that's where, one the cupboard, potion, right? that's where the
2: potions were yeah
6: right but there's not other cupboards no it was like one um, elsewhere
2: one that kind of sh- slides open oh
6: one big one okay um the mechanism in the middle looks like you could
2: grind stuff up yeah it looks like if you sort of examine the platform that the wheel yeah. is on it, it it's too fine to know exactly what it is but it looks like things have been ground up here there's like bits of dust sand maybe you know you know, little bits of things it's hard to tell what it is
6: um, but yeah
2: it looks like it's for grinding things up
6: if I go and just kind of pick up some of that dust um, does it burn me does, no do it I doesn't and,
2: and again there's not very much of it there's not like a layer of dust it's just like a thin little like you could run your finger along it and you'd get like a yeah. little bit on your fingertip it doesn't burn or anything
6: I'm going to go and get another empty vial and put some of that junk in it. Sure, you
2: can. There's not enough okay. to, like, fill the vial, but you can get some, like, sprinklings. Just, yeah. yeah.
6: Just some stuff. Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, one vial of stuff. Um, <laughs> how, how many more empty vials are there?
2: Uh, you've used two empty vials? There's two more yeah. empty vials in addition to
6: those. I'm going to take one more empty one okay. and just put it in my bag. Okay. Okay. Jesus, I took four. Raven's voice. back is like.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Right. Not very stealthy now.
6: Okay. Um. Yeah. Anything else in the room? Uh, is the. Uh. Can I go up to the door with the light and just kind of listen to see if I hear anybody? Probably should have done that first. <laughs> uh, perception. You okay. said. Okay.
1: There's someone's just standing there. Yeah. The yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see you
2: natural one
1: <laughs> Ah, there we there are. it you is get up close
2: to it ah. and it sounds like there is some chatter but it the only thing you're able to discern is that it doesn't seem like someone's right on the other side of the door like it doesn't seem like someone's guarding this room or anything but okay. it definitely yeah, seems yeah. like there are people there
6: in are people in yeah. there That's all okay I'm gonna <laughs> quietly make my way back to where I left Orba
2: She's back in the hallway. So you've been kind of transcribing some portions of the of the.
0: Yeah. So uh, I I have underlined like the portions on on my pages, that I can show you in sure. a second. Yeah, but fine. it's it's like fragments of stuff. Okay. I'm not like transcribing the whole thing. Sure.
2: That's fine.
0: Um.
3: Yeah.
2: So Graven comes back. meets up with you.
6: Yeah. Um.
2: And this is probably about actually is probably if you. Yeah, I was gonna to to say, back, am I gonna yeah, come this back is all through? fairly quickly. So you guys have now all kind of converged okay. in this whole
0: Yeah. Where are we converging? Uh,
2: in the hallway in between the, the electrolysis a... lab and the waste disposal room.
0: Okay. Okay.
6: Um, <clears> throat> in, throat> the ne- in the next room, there is a way out. We can okay. uh, we can all fit through the chute down into the river, I believe. Okay. Safely.
1: Yes. <sighs> as yes. safe as we can as be. As safe I guess. as we can
6: be. As safe as we can be. Yes.
1: Okay. Um, and I didn't I didn't get to hear what they were saying, but um. It was a human man and and a tiefling, and it looked like the human man made some sort of deal or negotiation with the tiefling man, and patted him on the back and whispered something in his ear, but I I couldn't make out what it was. And-
0: Did the the tiefling leave?
1: He left the opposite way, and the human man was investigating what was going on in that area.
0: Okay, uh, where is the human man now? Still back there. Okay. That's where I left him. Okay, I'll, I'll explain why I asked that later. Uh, uh, there's a lot of information I feel like we all need to share. Um, we need uh, to get
6: that, we need to put that journal back.
0: Yes, I know. I, okay, yes, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, I transcribed as much as I could. Um, I'm gonna get the key and the journal. Um, how do
1: you let's... suppose you're gonna get back there?
6: Do you know, Bizarre, do you know how long he might be in there? You didn't hear anything?
1: I heard nothing. I, I couldn't get close enough to, to make out what he was saying. He
0: could be, I heard um, the other gentleman uh, instruct him to get more components, uh, something about quartz. Um, again, I can explain that maybe a little bit later. Um, so if he's maybe preoccupied, maybe we can sneak in really quick.
6: Should we wait for him to go back and join the where he came from?
0: Well, I don't know if the other man's going to be hanging out where they departed and, and left each other's side. He was just retrieving papers from an office. I would imagine as soon as he grabbed the papers, he would then depart, but I'm not sure.
1: He was there um, with the rails and the um, the crates, you called them?
2: There was carts uh, on the rails. Carts. He was looking through crates, possibly, for those supplies that Orba was talking
1: about. He was looking through the crates for, I guess, the supplies. I, I'm not sure. And since the other man left, I, I left as well, so he wouldn't catch me.
0: Right, I'm talking about the man in the office who your man was talking to before he- Oh, um,
1: he he left that way. I'm not sure if he's coming back. I can go back and see, but I don't know if we should chance it.
0: Uh, No, that's okay. I feel like maybe I should try to sneak this back to its proper place uh, and, and need to or something.
6: Did, you, did anybody see any of them? Could you disguise yourself if you need to in a pinch?
0: I don't know if I'd be able to explain myself uh, being <sighs> here after hours like this.
1: But I think you should make a decision as soon as possible before that man goes back to where the papers were.
0: I agree, should- I just, all three of us cannot go, so I need to know where I can meet you. Should we you just know? take the journal? I transcribed it though, and she's gonna hold up her
6: paper. We can't, we can't be seen.
0: Yes, but we also cannot be sensed that we've been here. If, if, if he comes back and there's no journal, how are we going to explain this?
1: He did send people to the office to get papers. Maybe they may have picked them up on their way. I I think, I
0: think I really need to try. I think I really need to try.
1: If you want to try, go ahead. Do you want us to wait for you here? Yes. All right, we'll give you... It's two.
6: She's the only one who can see in the dark. We have to stay here.
1: We'll give you three minutes. Can you make it back and forth in three minutes? Could I feasibly make it back and forth <laughs> in three
0: minutes?
2: Well, yeah, easily. I mean, it's down... Great. I mean, If you literally just went and came back, it would be thirty seconds.
0: Great. Uh, Okay. Great. Okay. Okay. I'll be right back.
1: Uh, I'm gonna be careful, Orba.
0: Yes. Uh, be careful. (laughs) Go ahead and like. Be
1: careful! Bizarre
2: shouts across the (laughs) room.
1: Don't be seen.
0: I'm gonna
2: uh, crack open that door. Push the door open to the electrolysis lap. Doesn't look like anyone's in here. Doesn't look like anyone's returning.
0: Cool. I'm also gonna run toward the furnace and grab my boots really quickly. Sure. Mm. And, um, ooh. Ooh. <laughs>
4: nice. Matt, 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 you son of
2: a bitch.
0: <laughs> um, um, call nice combat. I'm also gonna nice. pull my crystal really quickly as well and cast Detect Magic one more time.
2: Uh, sure. <laughs> not ritually as a spell. Correct.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the spell's slot. Hold on. I need to get my sure. spell tracker. Uh, yeah. I just
2: cast it. Sure, the room illuminates with a number of different colors and mag- I mean, it looks like that sort of dome terrarium has some kind of magic glow coming from it. Certainly, the area, the like the infusion table, a number of the components over there seem to be at least imbued with some kind of magical essence. Those tubes hanging on the walls—they're glowing brightly with magic. I mean, this room's.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, is it all with of the magic. same school?
2: Uh, no, it's a mix. Uh, let okay. me. It's mostly uh, transmutation, I believe, but let me double check. Oh. And, uh, mm. <laughs> and evocation as well. I think that's. The oh. Oh no. <laughs> and the yeah. uh, s-
6: as
0: like I'm and some as enchantment I'm moving as well. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, as I'm moving through the room, are the spores? uh in the dome lighting up at all or anything like that
2: uh yes i mean they're lighting up with uh, uh with what looks to be enchantment magic okay like at the okay. at the base you mean like the little like fibers at the bottom of the terrarium is that what you're talking about yes yeah yeah
0: Yeah. yeah. sorry Uh yeah that spider web stuff or whatever we yep. we're talking about the mycelium <clears throat> Mycelium. yep that's it cool <laughs> okay, great. Uh, like, just kind of taking it in as she's walking. I mean, I then go up to the other door. Or if it turns it on, it's
2: office. like <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. Oh. Okay, peek out.
2: Sure. You sort of push the door a little bit. Give me a stealth check. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Ten. Ten.
2: Oh. You kind of push the door. It makes a little just the noise of the door opening a little bit and the hallway is very, very quiet now that the two voices aren't talking in it. And you are able to hear what sounds like a little bit of like scribbling, writing, like pen on parchment. Get the
0: fuck out! Get out Shut there! At the desk! Uh... Shut up!
5: I'm <laughs> sorry.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so he's writing at the desk. Yeah. All right, I might just wait there for a second. Uh, can I keep my head poked into where the electrolysis lab is and just kind of keep a quick eye on it, everything.
2: Sure, no one's come into it yet.
0: I'm gonna How take a second. What do you wait for? Uh, two minutes. Two minutes? Yeah, they gave me three minutes. I'm, ta- I'm waiting for two.
2: So you hear a-, a good bit more writing, at least another 30 seconds to a minute of writing. A little scribbling, like on parchment. You hear a couple pages kind of be turned oh, yeah. scribbling. And then it sounds like you hear kind of a like a stacking of papers, and then you hear like a as the chair kind of gets pushed out. Are you doing anything at this moment?
0: Nope. Uh, I guess I'm going to make sure electrolysis lab, still good?
2: Still good at the moment,
0: yeah. Great. Uh, I'm going to go to that corner and just give the itty-bittiest a peek over that corner. You're
2: peeking down the hallway towards the office.
0: No, I'm gonna be right at the corner, not peeking, but listening to
1: see if I can hear him <laughs> leaving with his heavy boots. Okay. Heavy boots. I good take good the boots. peek back. I take the peek back. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: peek.
2: You are looking around the corner?
1: <laughs> uh, no
0: peek.
2: So you hear the chair. <laughs> and then you hear the boots. And they get quieter as they move down in the opposite
5: direction.
2: Oh God.
1: Peek. You lucky, lucky. You catch job. the
2: back of him. It looks like it was the man who came to yell at Berto that had the jacket, and it seems like he's wearing the same outfit.
5: Mm.
0: Yep. Okay. Okay. Uh, great. If if I'm, like, my boots are still off, so I'm going to try to sneak back into that office, sure. have the key in the journal ready. You
2: go over to do so. It doesn't. Nothing about the desk has changed. It seems like whatever he did, he took with him, so you don't see anything new on the desk.
0: Okay, I'm going to open it, great. Uh, shove the thing in, put the key in, lift up the mat, put the key back. Go, oh. go, go, go! Okay, I'm going to uh, peek around that corner to get back in the electrolysis lab.
2: <laughs> Doesn't seem like anything's changed. Let's go oh to the door of the
0: electrolysis lab.
2: Give me a stealth check as you're moving through the electrolysis lab.
3: Oh no! Lab. My God. Four. Four.
2: As you're moving through the electrolysis lab, the set of double doors begins to push a little bit. What are you doing literally right now?
0: Literally, where am I?
2: You are on the opposite end of the electrolysis lab from the set of double doors, but you can hear them opening.
0: Okay, and the base of the furnace is there like a foot of like blind spot, or is the furnace like down? Yeah, to there's the no, floor? there's
2: some stone that's up before you get to the actual bed where the like acidic substance is. Yeah, was
0: <laughs> can hide up against the base and like try to play, you know, uh, uh, oh, uh, uh, what do we call it? Jurassic Park in the kitchen where <laughs> it's the Velociraptors, kind of like that. Kind of sh-
2: get up so your back is up against stone and you can hear the footsteps and as you hear it moving it seems like he's moving uh, clockwise toward the uh place you just came from towards the you just came then from. i move
0: yep. clockwise as well
2: shuffle along the oh floor the opposite way and that's yep. where we're gonna take a break
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's that tail miss what's that tail
2: sorry Thank oh. you
0: Hey, that was essential
2: So with Orba shuffling around the interior of the electrolysis lab, that's where we're going to take a quick 15-minute break per usual. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thanks for um, putting up through uh, some of these technical things as we we work through them. There's going to be some hiccups along the way. Um, But we're happy to be back. We're back in the thick of it. Thank you for joining
0: us. Thank God.
2: (laughs) And we're going to throw up our 15, and we'll be back. Thanks, guys.
0: Wow. I cannot believe you're still here. Congratulations for making it through a technically challenging episode of A Peak Beneath the Veil. I would just like to quickly mention that we do have a Patreon where you can support the show at patreon.com tabletopnotch, as well as a merchandise shop at tabletopnotch.myshopify.com. Your support means the world to us. But now, let's get you back to this episode. You've made it this far. Here's part two of A peak Beneath the Veil.
2: Right. Oh boy. Alright. <clears throat> back. Welcome back, everybody. Ah. Hello. And we're just gonna dive right into it. oh
1: Into battle, right? We are Do back
2: it. in this sort of cloudy dreamscape where erland has just wrapped a chain around a man that he does not know. Let's get um the initiative order. Can, Can you, you just read it out for me? Yeah,
0: um yeah, I'm gonna put it in chat too. So uh twenty sephira, sixteen Jillian. Thirteen Erland, nine Hunters, three... Mike and Ed. Take that for what you wish. Right.
2: So as the fight begins, and all the heads kind of turn in a bit of confusion and hyper-awareness, you seem to notice that materializing in your hands, the chain seems to dissipate and disappear. And appearing in your hands are your own weapons. Your staff appears in your hand, your bow appears, and Jillian seems to have a bow as well, as well as a short sword at her hip. As you all kind of, it kind of almost blinks out of existence, the chain, and then blinking into existence are the weapons, as if the memory is kind of figuring itself out, and the gears are turning, and you're sort of remembering what it's like to hold your own weapons. So Sephira's first, what are you doing?
5: Um,
4: do we,
2: sorry, Matt, do we have our, like, any stuff with us
4: other than our weapons? You do not. Excellent. And by excellent,
6: You're you are completely know.
0: nude. <laughs> i a bad dream. Nothing. <laughs> How
3: close am my race walls to these 200?
2: Uh, you are about uh, 15 feet from that guy that's next to Erland. And maybe twenty feet from one, two, three. Yeah, twenty feet from that other guy to your left.
4: Also, Matt, are any of those guys ranged
2: attackers? I can't. It's tough to tell. Uh, it is tough to tell. Uh, one guy, this one on the far, far left, uh, that one. That yeah, yeah. guy is definitely ranged. That's the only one you can tell definitely has a ranged weapon. Looks like he has. A okay, weapon. cool. Okay. Um. Well, then
3: I'm gonna take my, you know, my kind <clears> of. <throat> Uh, i guess lean into and, your
2: uh, mic a little more there zoe sorry
3: yeah i mean it's so uh, I'm, I'm gonna take um take my long mode and aim it at the guy that's farther from me
2: great sure this guy here the ranged one yes great okay. make an attack roll for me All
3: right i'm sorry you guys i have to use like an app i don't know where it is um, don't you have your binder? No, I, I do. I just literally don't know where. Oh, I just it just rolled off underneath something. Okay. Um, your binder
2: rolled off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she has one of those spiral binders. I rolled it up nice. Oh. 11 to hit.
2: 11. Uh, you ended the range, guy. 11 hits. Roll for
1: damage. Nice dream Ooh. armor. Okay.
3: Dream mama. Oh, gosh, that's yeah. totally the saddest. That is beautiful.
2: Thank sure. you. What do we got?
3: Um,
2: four. Four? Okay. So you loose the bow, and the arrow flies, and as it hits these targets, it doesn't seem to stick in as if it was like a physical target, but it the arrow kind of goes in, and you can see him react as if he was hit, but then the arrow just kind of like disappears as if it kind of you saw the impact and the reaction but then it seems like they're not material items they kind of disappear after they've been used (coughs) anything else that you're doing moving or anything
0: no i'm gonna hang out
2: okay what's next uh
0: next is jillian
2: uh jillian great so jillian seeing erland kind of surround a little bit jillian's gonna come forward here She's going to take. She's got a sword on her belt that she's going to come out and swing with. She's going to. 12 misses. She does a multi attack, 17 hits. So she hits two swipes and the second one comes across and hits him. Nice nice, thing. Ooh, maxi damage. (laughs) Uh, She does 10 points of slashing damage as she cuts across. And that was the same one that Erlen damaged. So that guy's been hit twice now. Uh, great. Who's
0: next? Oh, sorry. Uh, it's Erland. Erland. I forgot that you guys can't see the initiative tracker. Do we, yeah. Not knock,
1: knock.
4: Do we have a sense, based on having moved around, how um, either Key or Sepsis would work in this? Does it seem like it would
2: come back if I leave this shared game? I don't think you have an idea of that. It feels oh, pretty was... real to you right now, but yeah. you, know, you don't. What was the question? He wants to like know if I, he I uses, just like the expe, the experience of using key feels um, like. Who would use up the key points of the substance?
6: Empty the tank, big boy.
2: <laughs> that's that's how we're feeling here.
6: Wait, but um, you just
3: made it. Oh, I hate you.
6: What? <laughs> Nothing. He's trying. Yeah, he's trying yeah. to get extra key points out of this.
3: <laughs> yeah. Hey.
4: Hey. Uh, okay. So, uh, Erlen's gonna uh, quarterstaff sort of appears. And as soon as he has it, he's going to sort of spin it over uh, top, uh, two-handed, the guy mm-hmm. directly in front of me who's already taken some damage. Great. I, um, I forget how to do this. Uh, dirty 20 okay, to hit. That is for damage. Uh,
2: that does... Six bludgeoning Six damage. You bring the quarterstaff down, and as it connects with him, it he reacts as if he was hit with it, and then poof, he seems to blow up into a cloud nice. of blue dust, very similar to the dust Ooh. that you've been breathing oh, no. and seeing. And it kind of... Poof, and then it dissipates into the air. Erlen Erland huffs it. <laughs> <laughs> what does it
0: smell like, though?
2: Yeah. What does
4: it smell like? No. So does that uh, guy directly next to that guy... Is he currently touching me? Is he at a diagonal he there?
2: He is in melee range, yes.
4: He is in melee range. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, I am going to, uh, 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 as a bonus action, yeah, I... use a key point um, and use patient defense to take the dodge. Great. Action! <clears throat> Definitely doing. Actually, yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes.
0: Right, right on. I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh
4: huh. I'm going to do that. We're with you. And you. And I am going to take my movement and move. I almost just pointed at my computer screen. Um. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna move. Got to use your body words.
5: Yeah. <laughs> towards,
4: uh, I'm going to move four squares directly towards the mic in it and take a defensive stance in front of the mic in it. And I know that takes me out of melee range of that guy, but that is okay.
2: So, but you're taking patient defense before... I'm
4: taking patient defense before, yep. and then I'm sort of moving and taking a defensive stance in front of the
2: mic in it. Aw. Great, so that guy gets an attack of opportunity with disadvantage.
1: Don't touch my mushroom. <laughs>
2: uh, 12 to hit? misses. misses. Great, so he takes a swipe as you're going by. He's actually swinging one of the chains, and it goes over your head as he swings it around. Uh, Great. Uh, Who's next?
0: Uh, Next is the hunters. Great,
2: so the hunters. So, there is kind of a sense that as they were all in this sort of quiet approach at the mic and then immediately this chaos is kind of broken out and they've all kind of they're looking around at who you, these people that they don't recognize and they sort of you see in their eyes the sense that they've there's a traitor in their midst and they begin to sort of converge on you guys they're going to this one's gonna go to Erland this one's gonna go to
1: Erland ah he fell <laughs> He tripped on his way over.
0: That's another ten movement,
1: right?
2: Okay. He takes ten tripping giant. This is going to be... This is... That's right. This is going to be three melee attacks and one ranged attack against Erland. All with disadvantage. Hate all of that. So the three melee attacks first. Three. Uh, ooh, 15 to hit. Um, that's a melee attack? That's a melee attack, yep. Uh, okay, so
4: as the, what, what what kind of weapon we got here?
2: Uh, he swung the well, chain. I mean, so as the chain's
4: coming in, Erlen's throwing up a, a wooden hand. Does that, does it work? Yeah, it does. Oh, sweet. Uh, Erlen throws up a wooden hand and bull bark comes up.
2: Uh, and it blocks the So attack. now, uh, so now that misses, Great. yeah. So it t- 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 the chain chips off the bark. Uh, Second melee. All right, Matt.
4: Before you before you do that, let me do my sepsis stuff here. Oh yeah. So I need to sepsis level five. uh, DC uh, (laughs) ten.
2: So I am at my max sepsis level. Alrighty. Let me bring up that menu. Oh
0: no. (laughs) Give me a give me
2: a D twelve roll
1: my god.
0: Let's
1: go, buddy.
2: That's me, 12. Supersize my septus, please. 12.
1: 12. <laughs> You've rolled that so before, as you, you?
2: As the have uh, you? As you throw up the, the bark, you can feel it kind of draining energy from your body as it sort of pulling the essence to make the bark appear and block the attack. And as it does so, you feel sort of a weight upon you as the energy is sapped from you. Your speed is halved, and you have disadvantage on dexterity and strength saving throws
4: okay. disadvantage
2: on. on sorry on what? dexterity and strength saving throws and both I'm of those persist saving. until you're below your sepsis level maximum. yeah okay great okay now second melee attack uh, ooh natural one that's a big old miss uh, third melee attack uh, 13 to hit Thirteen misses. Thirteen misses, great. So the chains are, you dodge one chain, you block another one, third one goes sort of flying wide, and now uh, one ranged attack at you. That is 14 to hit.
4: Fourteen misses. Fourteen misses.
2: Arrow goes flying, and you duck, and it sort of sticks into one of the stalagmites that you're ducking behind. And then uh, one melee attacker on Jillian... Uh, That's a big miss. Another chain. Hits one of the stalagmites. Piece goes flying off and one more ranged attack. Uh, That hits Jillian. Great. So you see this this one here at the back. This guy kind of... uh, that guy there. He fires an arrow and Jillian's kind of facing the other way and you see the arrow. And again, it does the same thing where the arrow kind of sticks into her back and as she goes to kind of where you would normally go to like yank it out, she goes to pull on it and it's already kind of disappeared into the air as they seem like these like ethereal weaponry being used. Uh, great. That's the hunters. Jordan, who's up?
0: It is the Micanid. Great. Oh, What
2: great. can he do? So the mikan, seeing Erland kind of come, and now sort of the the attacks coming against Erland, and it's like backing itself up against the slagmite behind it, and it gets very close to Erland, and you see like a big puff of blue smoke that goes kind of trickling out in the area. Uh, give me a Constitution saving throw.
5: Ooh, why?
2: Uh, I don't have this magic. <laughs> nope.
6: For real? Why? Uh,
4: <laughs> three.
3: Three. Oh, oh no. Have oh, I taught man. you
6: nothing? Have I taught you nothing?
2: <laughs> the smoke. The oh, blue. sorry, constitution saving yeah. throw? Two. Two. <laughs> Same effect. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? You see the <sighs> sort of blue mist dissipating and all of the creatures in the area, including you, Uh, let me roll for you. Great. There's a lot of kind of <coughs> coughing and mouth covering as you breathe the air in. You take oh. four uh, poison damage, and your sepsis level goes down by three. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Shut the fuck as up. As you can feel the sort of... Breathe? Di- like that takes s- him... The spores, of the, d- the distressed spores of the myconid kind of fill your lungs and as they do so it seems as you breathe out it like purges that feeling of lethargy as the energy kind of revitalizes the cells in your body. So
4: I no longer have the effects of that anymore, yes. correct? Oh, love baby myconids.
2: Babies? Yeah, and, this uh, is an adult. Everyone in the, the those three uh, guys in melee range are almost in melee range. Uh, these three guys, they all took the same amount of damage as well. Great. Uh, great, we're back to the top.
0: Yep, top of the lineup with Sephira. Okay, um...
3: I am going to... Uh... You know, take my block <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you shooting no. at the, the... The guy that you just shot at is now kind of behind <clears throat> some of these stalagmites, so you are going to have to move.
3: Um... Yeah, then I did. yeah, can I kind of step out from behind
2: yep. where I am? Yeah. If you move if you move here you can kinda of shoot at any of those guys that are near Erland and the Myconid.
3: Uh okay, I want to shoot at the ones near it.
2: You the do want that's... to shoot at them. Yeah. Great. So which one? The there's the one kind of directly in front of the Myconid, there's the one closer to you, and then there's the one closer to Jillian. The one
3: directly in
2: front of me. The one directly in front of you? Great, make an attack okay. roll.
3: Oh my god these are
2: sad 10 <laughs> 10 misses because that's not one of the range guys yeah so arrow goes flying and it isn't able to connect anything else any more movement um no okay no. <laughs> uh jillian's next great jillian is gonna go up to she's gonna turn towards that one that came running by to attack erland and she's gonna give another attack great that hits yeah. it's this guy she's not. to turn Hits. Get him. Great. Five slashing damage, as you see. Whoosh, she comes slashing down at him. Nice. Great. That's it for now.
0: Okay, after Jillian, it's Erlen. Yep.
2: So uh,
4: the guy that Jillian just attacked, Erlen's gonna underneath go quarterstaff and try and uh, attack him behind
2: me. Great. an attack, roll. Yeah. That's nice. Um... Uh, th- 13 to hit. 13 hits. Roll for damage. Yeah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Ooh! Uh, 10 bludgeoning
5: damage.
2: <laughs> Great. So you manage, you, you sort of stick the staff back and it gets up underneath his leather breastplate and it Ooh. kind of hits him right in the stomach. <laughs> and then he <sighs> kind of dissipates into dust again. Oh, yeah.
1: Uh, a baby.
4: And, and then Erlen's going to sort of Pull the quarterstaff back out and extend another key point and use patient defense. Great. Do so. And that. Uh, and uh, yeah, this time I'm going to stay there right next to that little Mykonid guy. Great. Uh,
2: okay.
0: Uh, after Erland, it's the hunters. Great.
2: All right. So, seeing uh, Erland kind of invigorated by the Mykonid's presence, they are going to kind of all converge here. This guy's going to come up. Oh, boy. Oh. Um I hate You're being in get combat. You're gonna get three <laughs> melee attacks here on you. What? Uh again, a disadvantage, yeah. Yep. Uh nine mm. to hit. Misses. Uh fourteen to hit. Fourteen misses. Uh thirteen to hit. Thirteen misses. Okay. Hey, the chain nice. you can see is there's this like whirlwind of chains. Wow. As they're all kind of spinning around and Erlin's kinda of, <laughs> dodging between them. Uh, and now two ranged attacks. Yeah. Uh, natural 20, double natural 20. Uh, you take... You gotta be
1: kidding me. What
5: the fuck?
1: 12 piercing quickly.
2: damage.
4: So I'm use uh, I mean, uh, this isn't a key point as far as I can tell. I haven't used it much. Deflect missile is... Nice. Um, 1d10... T- um, Deflect missile, you can use reaction to def- you can use your reaction to deflect or catch the missile when you're hit by a ranged weapon attack. When you do so, the damage you take from the attack is reduced by one D ten plus five.
3: Wow, a one D ten plus five?
4: So uh, I just roll that's very good. So it is reduced to How much did they hit me for? Twelve. Uh, and this is 8 plus 5, so 13, so it gets down to 0. Okay,
5: great.
4: Wow! Because I used a use two-handed quarterstaff attack, all I can do is just hit it away. Great.
2: I can't catch so it. So the arrow kind of, oh. and you hit it, and it kind of sticks into your quarterstaff, and Whoa. by the time your quarterstaff moves across, it disappears again.
6: Oh my god,
2: wow, that was that that fucking was cool. That was the first, first ranged attack. attack. Great. Second one, uh, 11 to hit. Great. 11 misses. <laughs> and an arrow goes, like, flying over your head across. All right, that's Killing
1: it. Killing
0: it. All right, after oh. the hunters, it's the Mycanid. Mycanid's
2: next. Great. So, you see the Mycanid kind of shudder a little bit, and then another, like, exhalation of the gas. Give me a constitution saving throw, and Jillian is now close enough that she needs to make one. Great. Uh... Two again. Two again, great. Uh, and once again, uh, you take four poison damage, and your sepsis level goes down by three as the gas fills your lungs and you expel all the kind of negative energy that you feel within you.
0: can't, can't with this mic and its stuff. Guys, maybe we should all just take Mike and it extract. It seems like it does. It seems like it's oh really good,
1: and it's
6: might really li- healthy. I might have a little
2: bit of the pure stuff, if you want a little.
0: that's only going to give you a mad hangover. You don't know this.
2: Uh-huh. Are you all set, John? Uh, yeah, great. Yeah, uh, That's it. We're back to the top.
0: All right, let's go, Safira.
3: So uh... <laughs> let's go. Yeah, uh, I, I'm having a hard time seeing where people are. There's basically uh, like a huge
2: clump around the middle. I mean, there's three melee attackers like a around. A bunch of dudes around. Yeah, me. there's three melee attackers around Erland. There's a ranged attacker on the far side and another ranged attacker here next to Jillian.
0: So many. Ranged attacker on the far side of the mic.
2: Say that again.
3: I'm gonna go for the ranged attacker on the far side of the. Great. Side. You'll have
2: to move up just a little bit to do that. so you can go up to Great. yep, make an attack roll.
3: Great. <laughs> oh, okay, there we go. Eighteen to hit. Eighteen there hits we are. roll
2: for damage. And he is already hurt. Ooh.
3: <gasps> uh so it takes eight damage. Nice. Um oh gosh. <laughs> 14 damage.
2: 14 damage. Great. Don't sound so sorry about it. It's great.
1: <laughs> oh no. We, we Oh
2: jeez, that's 14 damage. That. The arrow looses. <laughs> and the guy, he looks like he's about to like, line up another shot at Erland <laughs> and it sticks and he <sighs> dissipates again.
0: Nice.
2: This is so cool. What's that got? So four this, left? So there's four guys left? All right. Shit. Any other All
0: right,
2: movement or anything? No. Great. Oh. <laughs> All right, Jillian's up, and she's going to make another attack at the guy right in front of her that's attacking Erland. Let's go. Come on. uh, 18 to hit. That hits. Mm. Three slashing damage. She once again comes down. She comes down, and that guy reacts, and it seems like People who are hurt badly, they no longer show signs of injury. They're not, like, cut or bleeding or bruised. But you can see like little flecks kind of coming off of them as if they're like ready to dissipate into the air. As you've seen when someone dies or is eliminated, they kind of disappear. So you can see little pieces of him start to, like, fleck off into the air around him. Um, so it seems like that guy's very hurt, but okay. he's not dead yet. <laughs> it, dream hurt, for whatever that Yeah. Means. <laughs> Uh, okay. You hurt his
6: feelings.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Emotionally
2: hurt. Yeah. yeah, it's a deep, it's a deep cut. Uh, Erlin, you're up.
4: Okay, so uh, which guy? That's the dude directly to. There's three guys
2: still surrounding me. The guy between you and Jillian is the one that, yeah, the one that she attacked.
4: Great. So uh, Erlin's going to sort of swipe at the guys. Uh, Knees after after seeing him take slashing damage.
2: For some I thought he was going to say that Swipe right at his nards. Great. Make an attack roll. Uh, 18 to hit. Hits. Roll for damage.
1: Very specific.
2: Um...
4: Uh, nine bludgeoning damage right to the nards. Right to
2: the nards. <laughs> nine bludgeoning damage. You go right for the nards, and you put him right there, <laughs> and his lower half dissipates before his upper half. As <laughs> <is backwards. laughs> his face is like, oh,
1: my nards! <laughs> They're fucking nards.
4: Anything else? Um. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> so there are. Yeah three guys left here uh yes okay um we're gonna yeah yeah we're gonna use the last key point to again patient defense so hit it hit the guy low blow and then right back up
2: all right hunters are up so a couple of them now having taken a couple swings and sort of made no progress in, in harming you really significantly. This one in the back there turns his attention to the Myconid that he sees kind of the gas pouring out of it and he's going to make an attack <gasps> on the Myconid.
1: No! Uh,
2: that hits. 16
1: to hit. No. no. And he
2: takes a sword and he kind of I see. slashes down across the Myconid's uh, f- face where it would kind of be like the top of his head. Buddy. Great. He does six slashing damage. Ew. And you can see he brings it down and like the little uh, the, the cap of the mushroom like it slices clean through it. It's very uh, soft. It's like a soft tissue. Oh, and shit. it kind of creates like a little like pizza slice kind of like opening oh. on the edge of the uh, the cap of the mushroom. Uh, the
1: liberty bell slice.
2: Great. And one more is going to make an attack <laughs> on Erland. You're still patient defense, yes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nine to hit. Is, another swing hits the edge of the uh, stalagmite, and then one more ranged attack against Erland. 15 to hit. Uh, 15. Um,
4: okay. it's This is the ranged attack? Yes. Uh, okay,
2: I'm going to let that one hit me. Great. You take uh, four piercing damage.
4: Uh, I'm going to... Ev- Get my D ten out here and do my deflect missile with my quarter staff. Cool. How much did you say? Uh just four. Oh that was close. Seven reduces it to
2: zero, so it
4: spins the quarter staff up.
2: Great. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's nice. the end of the Hunters. So All right, the Mikanid, Mikanid. So the Micanid now kind of, having been kind of injured, you can see a little bit of that blue kind of uh, vapors oh. kind of dissipating out where it was injured, and it starts to move slowly away from the battlefield. <laughs> kind of moves. Oh, buddy. But it allows the guy to get a swipe oh, in as shit. it's moving. Shit. And that hits.
5: Oh, fuck. Uh,
2: great, another five slashing damage. Stay with us, buddy. And you see, as it's starting to move, the guy kind of sees it moving, and he takes one more hack, and whoosh, once again, another piece of the the cap oh, is kind of loose s- on the top of its head. It keeps moving slowly away. Okay. Um, that's that's it. Save that's him. We're trying. <laughs> Safira, you're up. Okay.
3: Um, I'm going to the one that's closest to Erland, Am I too close to it to use my bow? Uh,
2: no. You're you're greater than. Yeah, you're fine. Um, then I'm gonna, uh... Great, make it <laughs> attack. They're all hurt, so they get the same bonus. Twenty-two uh, to
3: hit.
2: That hits, roll for damage. Ooh, yeah, blow him up. Ooh,
3: um, seven damage is he already hit.
2: He's already hit as well, yep.
3: Okay,
2: ten damage. Ten damage, great. And you feel the arrow that connects, and once again, as he's kind of swinging the chain around, he swings it around, and it kind of, up his arm, it kind of... And it disappears before the chain comes around one more time.
3: Please. Oh! Alright. Yeah.
2: Staying put there.
3: Yeah. Great. So, so
2: Jillian's going to turn here and move towards this guy and attack him.
1: Come on, girl. Uh, That hits. 13 to
2: hit. That hits. She does three slashing damage on that guy.
1: Not quite
2: enough (laughs) as she comes (laughs) slashing down and you can see the guy kind of and he has a ranged weapon so he's gonna have to move back if he wants to attack without disadvantage uh jillian's done erlin's up
4: um so i can move uh what is that like five i can move like 10 feet to sort of towards the mic and to put myself in between my uh the mic in it and that guy without disengaging, correct? Yes,
2: without provoking an attack of opportunity. Yeah,
4: exactly. So yeah, so Erlen's gonna sort of strafe across and as he's doing so, uh, two-handed quarterstaff attack. So as he's, like, sliding
2: across, he's gonna follow it up with a swing.
1: Great. Uh, 14 to hit.
2: 14 hits. Roll for
1: damage. Okay. Damage Jam.
2: Uh eight bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Nice. Great. You slide yeah. across, and as you do, you take kind of a left-handed swing and it clips him across the shoulder and he kind of spins for a second and then the the flex
1: yeah.
4: Okay, and um, just, just for fun um, Oh, actually, there's just that one guy left <laughs> um um hmm. yes
5: (laughs) okay yeah (laughs) erlin's erlin's gonna erlin's gonna uh
4: put after after swing erlin's gonna put one hand to the ground where it's it's the it's ground right it's like rock well let's see what happens erlin's gonna put one hand down
2: and and try and use rejuvenate and see if it works right it succeeds not only that, you feel sort of a surge of healing energy come through you. It's doubly effective in this environment.
1: Why didn't you touch the ground before? <laughs>
2: um. Okay, great. So
4: I'm going to heal my 4 HP right now, then. Oh, let me do my constitution save as well.
6: Wait, which 4 was the I doubled.
4: Well, 4 for <laughs> less.
6: Oh. Ooh.
4: So, I passed my constitution saving throw. So, I only go up one sepsis level. All right. And that is, and I'm going to stay parked in front of that Mykonid,
2: trying to block the view of that ranged attacker. All right. All right.
0: After Erland, it's the hunter.
2: So, the hunter sort of attempting to seize the only moment he thinks is there. He's going to try and run past Jillian and get an angle on the Mykonid. Jillian's gonna make an attack. Oh, ooh, big miss. Uh, six oh, to hit, that misses. Oh, so Jillian I was really hopeful as he's that. running by. So he's able to Dude, get up there.
0: Come on, ah. bungle this, bungle this. And he's
2: gonna bungle. take a shot at the Mykonid. it <sighs> up. Three to hit, that misses. <laughs> he's sort of yes. running and he's trying to take like a hurried shot because he can feel kind of the pressure of the battle turning against him. <clears throat> fires it and it clips the edge of that uh, stalagmite sticking up out of the ground and it ping, kind of flicks off to the side. There we go. Uh, Saphira, you're up.
0: Okay, um... I'm gonna...
2: <laughs> yeah, you need to move forward a little bit,
0: but yeah. Uh, wait, didn't the mic have a turn? Uh,
2: oh, yes, you're right. He's gonna run. Sorry. Oh. I guess. Uh, Saphira, gonna go ahead and make your attack roll. Oh,
3: he's just... Okay. Uh oh my God! Uh, twenty-two
2: to hit. Twenty-two hits. Roll for damage.
3: There she is.
1: Get him. Eight damage.
2: Eight, and he has taken damage. Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh.
3: Had to do some math, but he takes 14 damage.
2: 14 damage. Nice. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, that's believable. Sophia takes the arrow and she <laughs> sort of winds it up as she's turning the corner and she fires it. And as she does, it hits the guy in the back shoulder and <sighs> he dissipates into the air. Hey. And there's sort of a quiet. And the surroundings start to kind of... Disappear, one stalagmite at a time. Just bring up... Again. One stalagmite at a time. Until it becomes, once again, this kind of open, vast scape of just white, cloudy ground in all directions.
4: I, before we fully leave combat, yeah. Matt, do I get that last four points of healing damage because we went back to the top of the round? Yes.
2: spreads out in front of you. And you're holding the staff, and your staff in your hand kind of disappears. And your hands are empty once more. And Jillian, kind of holding her sword up, disappears out of her hand. And Safira, holding her bow, disappears. And once again, the three of you are kind of standing in this empty, vast <coughs> scape. And the Mykonid, has not yet disappeared. And it turns towards you. And it kind of lumbers slowly toward you. And Jillian kind of moves closer to Early and Erlen, not to sort of stop him or touch him, just to kind of get a better view. Is the micomid roughly my height? Uh, it's a little taller than you, but roughly. Yeah. It's not okay. yeah. Wow, okay. And it's moving. And once again holds out kind of what could maybe be described as a sort of branching finger out towards your chest. And Erlen's going to sort of put up two hands to sort of give him permission to. And he touches you very gently on the chest once again in that same kind of spot. And you at first don't feel anything. There's kind of a, again, a sort of delay as you feel the connection physically you feel the connection and there's a quiet moment and then a flash of a memory just like at Blom's house you feel a bit of your past reaching back into your mind the numbness in your chest seems to shift to your hands and you open your eyes to find yourself dragging your knuckles across uneven stone floor trail of blood and bits of skin that stretch out in front of you. And you get up from your knees and you see another man in front of you, emaciated, with similarly blood-soaked fists. The two of you stare at each other for a moment with labored breathing. And fear in your eyes. And then you hear a commanding voice coming from elsewhere. Strike! And the two of you... Spring forward, fists cocked, and the memory's gone. And you're back inside the holding pens. And the finger of the Mykonid, now just out, just inside the cages, he pulls his finger away, and reality comes back to you. <clears throat> you feel the surroundings. You see the bars and the darkness and the little light coming from the solar crystal, and you're back in the room. In addition to that, feel that you've acquired some new abilities. <laughs>
1: oh, <laughs> oh my god! Fuck
2: you! That I will send to you. I have physical ones that will have to go <laughs> oh for yeah. all the time because I can't hand them to ah. you. Another. But you feel yeah. you have access to certain abilities that you did not have before. And the mic and it pulls its finger back. Unbelievable. And having sort of not in a... you get the sense that it's not in a kind of sense of fear or cowering, but it moves away from you. Slowly. Retreats its limb back and it seems to kind of pull itself back into the corner with the other mic, and it's where it was before it got up. You feel stronger, and yet also you do feel as if your mind made this, made the vision real. All the key points you used have been used. Your sepsis point, your sepsis what? level is still at what it is. All the damage, healing you've okay. taken, whatever thing was triggered in your mind, your body listened to your mind and made it manifested it physically. So all of that seemed to happen. Safira, uh, did you take any damage or, or use any things? Okay, I didn't. Yeah. As far as you and Jillian saw, you did not. You felt as if there was a connection to Erland and that you could kind of feel that there was, like, a a moment of distress and connection between the two of them, but you kind of snap out of it. And the memory's foggy. Like, you can't remember exactly what happened. You don't remember the cave or the man that you talked to or the battle that happened. You don't remember any of that.
0: I hate that so much.
2: (laughs) And at this point, Julian has gotten very, very close. He sort of touches Erlen gently. Erlen. We can't stand here forever. What's going on? Anyone else feel that? Yes. But I don't know exactly what. Where did you go off to? We. What do you mean you don't remember exactly what? It was some kind of. I don't know, like you were. pulling at our minds. You don't remember anything? No.
3: I mean, what am I supposed to remember?
4: seems like it was trying to tell us something.
3: Tell us what?
4: I don't know. Did it tell you something? Not information or anything concretely. It's hard to tell.
3: Okay, um... If
4: I look at the creature, is it like... I know they don't have, like, faces, but, like, do they... Is there any sort of is there any sort of like recognition on it that it did anything to me, or did it sort of like, or does it truly look like a
2: plant walked up to me, touched me, and went away? It's it really it's very hard. The only thing that you notice it, it no longer seems to be kind of puffing the blue mist. Other okay. than that,
1: hmm. I can't remember. okay. Good,
2: bad, who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't know if we're going to find anything else out in this room, should we? Yes, it's time to move along, I think. Um, Erlen's going to go back, I guess, then, to the... He's going to sort of... Um, I guess he was already sort of... I guess he was already at full height if thing was touching him, so he's going to sort of take a breath. Am I still breathing blue? No. I'm not? No. At all? Oh. Not yet. Not right now. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna go back and get my my helmet because I think I left it over by the um, the solar
2: crystal again. In the in the the sort of blue mist that you were breathing and that was coming from underneath the caps, and in the dreamscape, you got the impression that it was like a like a distress signal that it was a way to sort of almost communicate to <sighs> other myconids sort of a sense of danger. So now, that has no longer, like, it no longer is producing the dust, feeling less threatened at this moment.
4: Okay, so as I'm walking around to uh, pick up my um, solar crystal, I just want to, I want to be walking really close to the pens, and I want to see that if, having done this for one of the Mykonids, if the Mykonids are now reacting any differently to my presence as I walk around.
2: They do not seem to be reacting any differently. Okay, and none of the other micanids are puffing blue anymore. No, seems to be quiet. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna go get my helmet. Jillian does the same. She's kind of she had set her helmet down. She goes back to get it through the next door. Then (laughs) something on your mind, (laughs) Safira?
3: Yes, there are lots.
2: Just get a little closer to your mic. There's I.
3: Next hole, I think. Yeah.
2: Help me get my helmet back on. Okay. She sort of lifts the heavy helmet. Again, she doesn't have the pad, so as she kind of lifts it down, you can see her kind uh. of wince a little bit. Latches it behind her. And she helps Safira get her helmet back on. And the two of them help Erlen get his helmet back on. And the three of them walk over towards the door on the opposite wall. That's where we're going to go back to the electrolysis. Where Orva's crouched on the other end and staying out of sight. as She hears the footsteps, light footsteps, move across the floor. It seems like for a moment he stops near where the terrarium kind of structure is. In that general area. You can't see it because you're crouched down It seems like he's in that area. And there's a little bit of a pause. And it seems like maybe you can hear a little bit of tinkering. Maybe he picked something up. Moved something. Can't really tell. And then footsteps again. And he moves towards the hallway that you just came out of. Opens the door and walks through. Okay.
0: Orb going to Put her little white fingers over that furnace and take a look around.
2: seems to be empty.
0: <sighs> okay. She's gonna take a quick breath and go towards her friends through that one door. Uh, she's gonna peek through.
2: You see you guys the guys still... and bizarre there. Hi.
0: Hey, hey, hey. How'd, How'd you do, do? it? Yes. I did it. Um. Let's go. Yeah, oh, wait, but the. Okay, so the man, uh, he went back to the place. Uh, we might be able to look more in the electrolysis lab if you wanted. You really think you gleaned everything?
6: Isn't there somebody on the in the other room now?
0: No, he left, he finished writing whatever he was writing and he departed. Uh, no, I don't...
6: the room that Bizarro was in.
0: Oh, oh That's yes, that man. man. Yes, he walked out uh, as well. So he's headed oh. back to where he was going as well. Okay. Um, he did leave the lights on, but that's it.
6: He left the lights on?
0: Yeah. So he may he be back. Be back. I don't know, maybe he was just not thinking straight. Um, he seems to fiddle with something with the, um, the
1: dome. Do you guys know what the dome does? Uh, the one with uh, the fibers inside? Yes.
6: It, it has to do with that hand that we found. I don't think we have much time. I think if somebody watches the doorway to where they went, one okay. of us should check out the room with the uh, uh, bazaar where you were, where that man was looking through the cases. So okay. should look through there.
1: Okay. Okay. Um,
6: I'll, I'll watch, uh, I'll keep watch in the electrolysis room to see if anybody's coming towards, back towards do you,
1: us. Do you want me to go back?
6: Uh, yes, uh, you, you have an idea of the layout, yes.
1: Sure, I, I'll, I'll try one more time and see if he left anything behind. Okay. Okay. Keep an eye out for
0: any other kind of like magical components, if you want. Um, uh, 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 it would be helpful for me specifically. Sure. Sure. Okay. Thank you.
1: So I'm gonna go back go. through. Quickly.
2: Back into the. You're in the lab. Oh my God. And you're Headed over to the double doors.
1: <gasps> mm-hmm. Right. And I just push them. Can
2: right. you see again? Nobody's the there. Se- the, the, the tiefling man has now left. So yeah, it looks empty as right. far as you can tell.
1: Yeah. I'm just gonna walk. Stealthfully through there, just in case someone does show up, so I can hide real quick. Sure. Give me a stealth check. Uh, Sixteen.
2: Sixteen. Great. So first, you move kind of as you did before between the, the kind of uh, carts, and you move up as close as you can, and now you get into the sort of what orba heard, but packing room freight room whatever it is and there's a number of crates it seems like there's a lot of they've uh, taken the crates from the carriages that arrived. they brought them in here's a number of closed crates that you don't know what's inside them it seems like there's some sleds and things that were being used for the horses they would hook the horses up to the sleds to be able to pull the goods out towards the sort of raised platforms so there's a whole bunch of things here it's a pretty big space good size to it
1: So, okay, so can you just say, the crates, there's crates that are closed.
2: Yeah, there's, like, shelves on your left and right side, stacked with crates, barrels, things like that.
1: Okay, well, whatever, is there one, like, immediately right next to me?
2: Sure, you can go to the closest one, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna go to the closest one and just try to open it. It
2: seems like it's nailed shut. It's not locked, but you'd have to yank it open. You'd have to... and it. there's no
1: openings in it at all? No.
2: You can see a number of tools nearby, like, hanging on the wall. Like, there's, there's crowbars, hammers. It seems like they kind of crack them open and then,
1: you know... Okay. Um, I think I'll, I'll get a crowbar. Sure. And just try to wedge it without maybe trying just to pop one or two nails at first. See if there's anything even inside for me to look at. Give me a dexterity,
6: like dexterity. Send her in
5: there.
1: <laughs> Half-flame! Dexterity? Yeah. Um,
2: Just big dexterity. Basically. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, sorry, nine.
2: Nine. So you, pry, you put the crowbar in, and you start to move it, and it seems like it really does, it, you can't, like, gently pry it open. All right. You push down on it, and at one point it kind of snaps and it it comes open but also like some piece of the wood kind of splinters it seems like it won't go back down like the exact Mm. however inside it seems filled to the brim with quartz crystals like a crate of quartz
1: (laughs) (laughs) she just like she looks at like bizarre just looks at she has and looks around like oh my uh and, like, there's no way you could possibly count how many are in there, right? No,
2: I mean, there's, there's, there, it, the, the box is probably at least four feet by four feet, and it seems. Okay.
1: Cool. And she just, like, says to herself, like, really quietly, like, I don't know what these do, but I think Orba might like them. <laughs> and I just dig my hand in and just grab a handful and just throw them in my bag.
2: I'll say, uh, give me, give me a, uh, uh, just give me, like, an athletics check to see how much you can kind of take in one in one bunch. Because you are, you're already carrying a good number of stuff, so you gotta be careful about yeah. like how much.
1: Yeah. Um, six. Cool,
2: we'll say, you, we'll say you were able to grab, like, six good-sized chunks of quartz.
1: Wow. Okay. <sighs> she better like wow. these. And I just put them in my bag. And then I kind of just possibly assume that all of them are maybe filled with this. You don't uh, know for sure, but Right. Um, nice, nice try. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you said there's just like, I'm sh- um, sur- just surrounded by shelves of crates. There's at
2: least, I mean, probably eight crates on your left, maybe 12 crates on your right. I mean, yeah, there's stacks of crates all around. All
1: and that's everything, right? Kid. That's there? Yeah.
2: Pretty, I mean, you yeah. said? Mm-hmm. Sorry. No,
1: yeah. Um, I'm there's, just a, gonna... there's a
2: door out the opposite side, sorry, also.
1: Right. Yeah. I'm just gonna just like, look around real quick. No one's coming yet, right?
2: No,
1: no one's coming. I'm gonna go to one more crate mm-hmm. just to see if it has <laughs> the same stuff. Right, and then, if it, then I'm out of there.
2: Give me another so I'm dexterity gonna take the crow, to pry it open. Yeah, the... the crowbar. Oh, wait, sorry.
1: I'm oh, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It just keeps slipping. <laughs> okay. Um, I 14. keep rolling
2: ones, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, no, this no. Kind of, I was just, like, like. Instead
2: up. of going at the side, you kind of go at the corner, so you're able to kind of lift it up a little bit, and it doesn't crack the wood, and the nail kind of slips up a little bit. You look inside this one. This one seems to be filled with, like, glass... Uh, like vials, like a, like rows and rows stacked on top of each other of potion vials. They're not filled with anything but potion bottles. Potion. Okay. Bottles, yeah. uh,
1: I'm just gonna take one of them sure. and put it in my bag just to show them what I found. Sure. And I think I'm done risking uh, cracking any of these things open. So I'm gonna take the one that like was cracked. Okay. And just kind of press it down as best I can. Yeah,
2: I mean, if someone looked at it, they'd notice, but it's, it's not like right. if you walked in the room, you'd be like, oh, "Right, crate's broken.
1: All right, and then I'm just going to scan the room for anything else, like just look to see if there's any papers or anything, and I don't see Give anything. Give me an
2: investigation check. Um... 11. 11. Yeah, you don't, you don't find anything that isn't sort of the stuff that you saw as you looked around. You do see... Um, there's like a, a, a few crates on your right side that do seem to be marked with a kind of initials as opposed to the other crates that seem to be unmarked. Mm. And they say, what are those in- they have a set of initials that say T-M. Okay. And it's kind of like burned into the crate. Like it seems like it's marked into the crate. Like a, like a, like a wood uh, Okay. Etched, wood etched.
1: Well, I'm gonna... Take the crowbar and she like um, uh she sees like the the initials she goes oh, one more bizarre and she goes up to the thing and she just she does it on the right side.
2: You one more uh, dexterity check. Um, what? thirteen.
1: Thirteen.
2: You're able to kind of get it up and again kind of pry it up just a little bit seems to be filled with wine bottles. Oh my god.
1: Do they have the Mollifair stamp on it? They are unmarked,
2: it? but this is in the TM crate that has the initials on the crate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> TM, yeah. okay. But
2: the bottles themselves are on there.
1: Okay, and since we already saw the wine bottle situation before, I have an inkling of what this is. I do not need to take one of these. So I'm going to just, like, note that, that there's wine bottles out, probably going to wherever this is, and I'm just gonna shut it. True. And then you're
2: able to kind of push on the nail, and it kind of yeah. gets it back in place.
1: And then just take my backpack filled A little with heavier my goodies. Now,
2: but you know, you're still yeah, like
1: and try to go back as fastly and quietly as I can. You can do so there's
2: no one in here as far as you can go. And so, Grave, and you've been in the electrolysis lab during this time.
1: Yeah, both of us have.
2: Okay, great. What have you been doing? As she's been sort of rifling through. Graven,
6: uh, I'm sorry. Uh, say that again.
2: I was just are you. What have you guys been doing as Bazaar's been rifling through the uh, crates? Um, Maybe I you
6: know I went T. to is. the door. <laughs> to um, the opposite way, yeah. Just to keep an eye. Yeah, on yeah to where that know. guy went, and I'm just like listening at that door. A check,
2: and uh, okay. Orba, What have you been doing
0: there Um, I'm gonna try to locate any place where like papers might be stored. Quite honestly. I know that's super vague. I, I mean, um, there's that desk
2: with the, the kind of uh, enchanting supplies, but you you don't see papers,
0: And no other like kind of drawers where like filing cabinet esque no, stuff. This could doesn't, be. Seem like the, it doesn't seem like
2: they doesn't seem like any of these stations have that kind of uh, stuff in them. Okay.
0: Thirteen
6: for the. Um...
2: Okay. It's pretty quiet at the moment. You keep a good listen on it. You're able to kind of crack it open just a little bit, so it doesn't look like the door is open, but you can get your mm-hmm. ear kind of up to the up to the opening. Right.
0: Okay. So um, I guess I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the infusion area. Okay. Um, anything else that like stands out to me? I know some stuff was lit from my detect magic.
2: Uh, sure. I mean, make an investigation check. Everything? Yeah, I mean, it's all like magical supplies, so it's, uh, it seems like magical components and things.
0: Okay, investigation is gonna be a solid five. Uh,
2: I mean, unless you're looking for something in particular, it seems like, you know, fairly basic magical supplies. It d- nothing is like, oh, that's a suspicious or unusual item. Everything seems nothing that you wouldn't see in a regular kind of wizard study or, or some kind of school for magic or anything like that.
0: Okay, and would I know uh, the components of Wall of Force at the top of my head? Uh, give me an arcana check. Fifteen? Mm. Mm, maybe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Wall, Wall of Force is made uh, using uh, powder from a, a crystal gemstone. Some kind of transparent crystal gemstone. Whoa.
0: Uh, Any kind of crystal gemstone powder. Yes. Okay. And that's it?
2: That's the only material component, yes.
0: Okay. Um, Cool. Uh, Knowing that, I guess I'm going to quickly go over to the tubes with the what I'm assuming is now quartz at the bottom of the tubes. Uh, And just kind of like look around! I don't know! <laughs> sure. So, okay, so are the tubes, are they thin with the crystal in the bottom, or are they kind of like, longer, bigger?
2: Uh, I mean, they're not thin. Like, you, could, you couldn't get both of your hands around it. Um, okay. But they're not, like, super wide, either. So they go down, and then they bulb out at the bottom, and the crystal's in the little bulb at the bottom. So it gets okay, wider and- at the bottom.
0: Okay, and where does it, does it, like, shoot off in any direction? No, or they're like- straight <laughs> up. And they... Straight up? Yep,
2: they go straight up. and Into I, the ceiling? No, not into the ceiling. That seems capped okay. at the top. It seems like it ends at some point.
0: God, okay.
2: And this, this I mean, I can tell you this, This. none of this equipment looks, unlike the uh, infusion stuff, none of this equipment yeah. looks familiar to you. This seems, Mike, and it specific because you have no idea what this equipment does or how to use it.
0: Okay, hmm. got it. All right, and then I guess really quickly, I'm going to look at the dome and like look at the spores or, or the mycelium. Mycelium
2: nothing Something about else? it strikes you in any in any way
0: okay um can I reach the thing
2: yeah there's like uh reach the thing what do you mean
0: uh the uh sorry the trap door or the door that yeah, like okay. opens it yeah. okay can I open it
2: you have to pull it and kind of slide open
6: is that kind of close to where I am at the door yeah it is yeah be careful with that
0: What? Uh, what what is it
6: that do you remember that hand that we yes. found in the pouch? Yes. It's very similar to the spores on the bottom there.
0: Okay, so Okay.
6: I don't know what they do.
0: I might It what? doesn't it's not going to be good. Uh
6: You might know what they do?
0: Yes. Yes. And Orb is going to close it. What? I will. I will share. It's in the journal. I told you. I found a lot of answers, Graven. Oh. So many answers. Okay. Okay.
2: We'll, sh- we'll be able to share them with Jillian soon. Um has come back uh, in now that now the door was looked around the office. You, you can hear the double doors kind of open a little bit. Okay. Bizarre peeks in.
1: Orba, yes. Do you like quartz? Uh, I don't. Don't mind it. Well, and I reach. She reaches into her bag and pulls out She's like i found an entire crate full and uh, i grabbed a couple for you <laughs> or is going to
0: like light up and reach out and scoop them what i know like the gold value of that much quartz um you, i know and, it's not super fancy yeah
2: like in like an estimate yeah um
0: i
3: have
1: no bearing sure. on that
2: i mean you you're probably looking at like 200 gold worth of quartz
6: Noise.
1: Do you need them all?
6: Are those, will those be missed, Bizarra?
1: Well, I don't think so. The, there was a huge crate full of thousands of them. All right. Yes,
0: I would say also it would benefit us in Jillian's mission if we, if we take a couple.
1: Do you need to, do you want me to hold on to one? I, I wouldn't mind just having one as a, a keepsake. As a finder's fee. Okay.
6: I, this is Okay, this is okay. not the time to talk about this. I'll take, I, mean,
1: I take one back two, and I put it in my bag. Takes
5: five
2: I,
1: of them. Yeah. Yeah. I
6: think I think that I, we should make our exit from here if people are going to be walking back through. I think we okay, found I, what we, uh, just, take, a, take one last look, but we need okay. to get out of here, I think.
1: I just wanted to, to tell you that there was another crate full of empty vials and another crate marked TM with a bunch of unmarked wine bottles in them.
6: TM? TM? Um. Was well, there a mall doesn't... affair that we know of that his first name is T?
0: No, it's only Chrisomir.
1: I don't know his wife's name, to be honest.
2: There's lots of right. Just, yeah. yeah. Right,
6: right. Yeah. Just that I meant that, yes, like, the, yeah, we interacted yeah, right, right, right. with. Yeah.
1: None yeah. of the wine bottles were labeled.
0: Okay. Um, right. Also, just to keep in mind, there might be uh, people being held captive here. I don't know where, but they might be held captive, one of which Erland might know. I don't know where to what? find them. What? That's probably down in the
6: pens. That's not part of our job.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, I but think... we need to get out of here first. Okay. We've okay, already taken right,
6: enough right. things from okay. here. We need to leave.
0: Yes, you're right. We can take people. They'll they'll know this probably. Okay. Uh, yes. All right, let's go.
1: Where are we We've going? We've
2: taken enough things, Graven says. Backpack jingling full of <laughs> glasses.
1: I haven't
6: taken enough I
1: have, like, 17 <laughs> outfits in my bag right now.
2: And some, like, swords and stuff. It's all Sorry, where are you
1: going? Okay. I do have swords. So we're done. Yes. yes. Okay, where are we going?
5: Back
0: through the
6: chute, uh, the, 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 the refuse chute.
0: follow you, I follow you.
6: All right. We
1: follow.
0: Okay,
6: you slowly, kind of make your way back yeah, quietly.
2: And again, it's dark as far as you can tell, um, still inside the room. And as soon as you enter the room, you can still see the light on your left into that sort of main hall area. So you, you do have the sense that there's still people in that room.
6: And quietly, there, I, I heard people on the other side of this door. I don't know how close they are and I don't know what they're doing, but do you see this copper plate here?
5: Yes, yes.
6: This lever will open it and we can slide out into the river, I believe. I've already opened the second. There's two.
5: Okay. I don't
6: know. I don't think there's any way for us to close them. It's going to be obvious that someone opened them.
0: What about the, uh, with my mage hand? That could
1: work.
6: You try it, but. Is it the heavy that, door? I don't think that it'll work for the second one because you'll have to stand on the other side of it and okay. close. You could, pro- you could possibly close the first one, but we're going to have to keep the second one open.
0: Okay, unless somebody wants to sneak out another way after closing the doors. Yeah, that's what our choices are. I don't are think, it's, I don't think there, it's worth it. Is okay. there another way? Not as, not not, as discreet. All not right. by going by where there
6: let's might be people.
1: Do
0: it. Yes. Right, let's, let's just go. do it.
6: All right. So, uh, yeah, so, um, I mean,
2: you see the same layout. There's that sort of grinding wheel in the middle, the sort of vats on the back, and to your right is that sort of basin with the hole in the wall. Yep, yeah, you see all of that.
1: Is yeah. all of our stuff going to get wet as soon as we.
2: Again, it's not like a pool of liquid. It's possible oh, that there's okay. some residue on the bottom of it, but I mean, yeah, you're not jumping into like, into, um, like a river a pool. I mean, the
6: idea is we're jumping into a river at the
2: right. end. You will After get dumped that. out into yeah. it. Yes.
6: Yeah. yeah. And is it. What's the angle of the shoot? Is it is it like a steep angle? It's not
2: super steep. I mean, it it's it like like this maybe. Like,
6: okay. Are we sliding or are we shimmying? You're
2: sliding definitely.
6: <laughs> okay. All right.
1: All right. Let's do it.
6: All right. I'll go first. So the
2: second lever is already pulled. You had pulled that one. Yeah. Okay. Great.
6: Yep. Oh. Oh. Well. Okay. So I'm okay. gonna go up to that one again and, and or you know what? Orba. Yeah. Is your is your mage hang strength similar to your actual strength?
0: Yes, I'm not very strong.
6: Well, you should try pulling this lever because that might tell us whether you can pull it. Okay. In there.
0: Orba puts her hand on the lever and just gives it a light.
2: Your hand or the mage hand?
0: No, my regular hand, just to get a feel for like the pressure, I guess.
1: I mean,
2: it looks like it requires a good pull. You'd have to put your back into it.
1: I don't think this is going to work, (laughs) Raven.
2: You get the sense that it would take more than your, than your mage hand. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. Mm. I don't think that's going to work. I think maybe they'll just chalk it up to a careless employee.
6: It's pretty careless.
1: Is it possible that if I go down last, I can close it just enough so I can just slip through and it's not that far open anymore?
6: Perhaps. How small can you make yourself?
1: pretty small with my bag I don't know
2: <laughs> I mean you're still I mean you're small but you're you know you're still three foot something like you're, you're
1: yeah I'm a person
2: what What were you trying to say you're trying to say
1: like if I close if the door I door 90 yeah like not and then just try to like slip down so it doesn't look like it's so far open It's.
2: you could definitely keep it partially closed and still fit through it um, it would still look partially open if yeah if it doesn't down.
1: matter then we should just leave it <laughs>
6: Does that if I go over to the door, does it seem like I can move the plate just with my, just moving the plate?
0: No. Okay, it's either we all go together or I try to disguise myself and sneak out another way. But that's it.
1: I say we just risk it and just go for it at this point. Okay, let's do it. All right,
6: I will close it. Um. Halfway. No.
1: No, I think it's just going to be if open. You won't Closed halfway. Right. Right. If you want me to close it halfway, I'll go down last. No. I don't think it, halfway or whole
6: Hol- way, it open. Open make- is open and I'm just going to do that slowly open it.
2: And you see the gate go, slide open.
6: All right. I'll, I'll still go first, but okay. Follow close.
2: Okay. Go ahead. Good luck.
6: Feet first. Sure. <laughs> kind of And it's
2: like a little slick like there's a like a build yeah. up of yeah. like a film of slime kind of on, on the bottom, yeah.
6: Yeah. Um, I'll give me just a few seconds head start, and I'll give three taps on the inside of it somehow. If something is wrong.
1: Okay. Okay. Right. here,
6: are, I go. What are
0: you
2: tapping on?
6: I don't know. Uh, what's the inside <laughs> it's of the? What's stone.
2: the? It's like a stone.
1: Oh. Uh, we'll just give well, you five seconds, Graven. Just go. I'll,
6: if something's very wrong, I'll make a light. How about that? Here okay. I go. Okay.
2: We look. Okay. They're gonna. Oh, Anthony! It looks like. Oh, you're
1: back. Okay, oh, yeah, he's okay. back. He's back. I'm back. I'm back. He's I was fine. like, something's wrong. Disappeared.
6: <laughs> I ju- I jumped yep, immediately head down. first. <laughs> Sorry about that. All right. So yeah, feet first. Right. Here we go.
2: So give me a Constitution saving throw first, as you feel oh, boy. kind of acid along okay. your back. Okay. Yeah. Edge. Ten. So you feel as you kind of go to slide down you're forced to there's no way to like sit up you can feel it kind of hitting your back and it's grinding up you can feel like little bits of pebble and thing as it is sliding along your back you do take three points of acid damage
6: okay you
2: you feel the kind of burn and you start to slide and you're feeling and it feels like kind of like like you're moving down quickly and it, it there's only just a second or so and then and you drop down and you're dropping and you're falling oh, yeah. and you can see up above you like a round hole with a metal plate that's been pushed over to the side and you get the impression that the second metal lever was not for a le- opening that leads out to the river it's for an opening that leads down so you slid down part of the way and then drop straight down and you continue to drop are you doing anything um, as you're dropping? I'm
6: going to cast cure wounds on myself really quickly. Okay. Um at a
2: Oh
3: my god. Oh my god, wait. Oh, fuck.
6: Um how how oh my
2: god, I you're can't I in can't mid-air.
6: Yeah, I can't throw a light back up. It's too <sighs> Um yeah, first I'm just going to cast cure wounds on myself. Okay. Oh fuck. What? Um What is
1: happening? D8
6: 1D8 Oh, two plus my
2: spellcasting ability, which is
6: wisdom, which is two, which is four. Okay. okay.
2: So you, feel seven um, and you heal, you cure wounds, and you're falling for a little bit, and then you you hit the ground, and there's like a splash. There's like a yeah, and it's completely pitch dark. You can't see anything. Oh my god! And you feel a little burning sensation, like on your thighs and your butt, as you're sitting oh, in this liquid and you can okay Uh, first of all you take uh three bludgeoning damage as you fall down
6: okay okay
2: so you're sitting Um, and you can feel a little bit of the heat rising from your pants, like the acid's eating away at your pants and the seat of your pants oh my god
6: i'm gonna i'm gonna do i still have that thing that i made light with earlier i'm gonna make that really really as dull as i can
2: and a little bit of light lights up and you look around the room and it's filled with like rusted iron pieces, bars, ladders, girders, all these things, things that seem like they weren't able to be dissolved in the chemicals, they dump down here into this kind of waste area, and that's all you can see in this area.
6: And Uh, exactly where I fell, can I get something that looks like it would... Cover me so I'm not touching the gook or whatever. You could step
2: up onto something. There's a number of things kind of sticking up out of the. I, w-
6: I want to be standing exactly where I sure. fell, so I want to try to drag something as quickly as I can. Sure, to you can grab
2: like there. a piece of metal and yep, uh, you drag take it. One drag more it and, acid damage as you're dragging it because okay. kind of what's on your hands and you oh feel the bond God. on your hands. And you okay, do, you and I'm drag just gonna a piece to where just where you fell.
6: And I'm going to stand right, try to stand exactly right where I fell okay. and literally just stand there t- waiting to catch somebody.
2: So you guys have, what, what's Orba and, and Bizarro doing? You haven't heard any, you heard like a, <sighs> and then the sound disappeared as far as you can tell.
1: Okay, who's next? Um, <laughs> I can go if you want, uh, unless you think you'd be useful. Nope, it doesn't matter to me. I'll go. Okay. Good
6: luck. I'm going so to make the light, I'm um, going to make the light twice as bright, okay. uh, uh, try to fill the area a little more.
2: Bizarre? Are you are going down? I'm going to go. Great. And again, you feel the burn of the acidic residue as it kind of slides <sighs> down this chute, the uneven rock surface kind of scraping against your back. Give oh, me a constitution saving throw. Uh, seven, right?
1: Yeah, sorry.
2: Uh, 12. 12, great. So you kind of curl yourself up in a way that you're able to kind of keep most of your body up off of it. And you kind of, and just a couple seconds. And then again, you feel that empty Uh. falling sensation. And below you, you see a bright light coming up on you quickly. And you see Graven's hands as he's waiting to hold. Give me an athletics check, Graven. (laughs) And give me an acrobatics check, uh, Bizarra. Oh my god. uh, uh, To
1: 16. 16. Acrobatics. Uh whoa. Uh 30 20.
2: Right. So as you you're able to you spot the light immediately, and Graven's holding his hands and he catches you and he kind of you he goes down to one knee as with just kind of the weight of you in the backpack, but he is able to catch ame- you.
6: I immediately try to put her down on something yep, that's also do. keeping her out of the
2: sure.
1: Sorry,
6: it's no time to explain. I'm gonna catch Orba. Hold on.
1: This isn't a river! Shut up!
6: Orba.
0: Or, about just seeing nothing happening, she's going to put her backpack on top of her so she's ready to Did I
6: drop. Oh,
0: what?
6: Sorry, I thought I was offline for a second. No, not oh, No, you you're good. I think you're okay.
0: okay. Uh, I'm just gonna hold on to my backpack, getting ready right. for falling into the river. She's gonna hold it nice and high, I'm gonna get into the little thing, and she's gonna shoot me down. Give
2: me a constitution saving throw.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: okay. Seven. You take three points of acid damage. As okay. As again, kind of grinding along your back, and you feel a little bit of burning. You can smell a bit of the burnt <clears> cloth. <throat> uh, one second. Throat> throat> and once again, the light comes up on you quickly. Give me again... Uh, Got you! Give me an athletics check and an acrobatics check, Orva.
6: Athletics for me again.
2: Eighteen. 10. 10, great. So you hold your hands out and Orba kind of orients herself in a way that she's able to kind of and you catch her like she's facing you and you're facing her. And you catch her like in a pencil dot uh, kind of.
5: Uh, uh, what's I this?
2: I don't know.
6: The second, I'm gonna, <laughs> I guess, I guess I'll slowly put her down.
5: <laughs> Orba's <just>, kind
6: of like. Be <laughs> careful of the ground. It's all, it's just as acidic as the tube was. Is everyone all right?
1: Yes, but how are we getting out of here? I don't know, I don't know.
6: Can you see anything, Obra?
2: I mean yeah, see there's way light. Here? I mean she can see dark yeah. she has dark vision, but there's yeah. light also, and you can see again these piles of like metallic waste built up in this chamber. Presumably kind of scrap and debris that's been resistant to the acidic dissolution deposited down here for possibly sort of later removal. And you can climb on some of the rubbish, you can step from like piece to piece to avoid stepping in the kind of murky liquid underneath.
1: Yeah. Does it look like there's like a pathway, or it just is like a, like a circular chamber?
2: Um, you can't like see the walls stuck. as far as yet. If you, you can't see the walls of the room right. Right, without kind of moving um,
6: full full brightness on the light. Sure. she cool. it. As you whatever. illuminate
2: it, you're yeah. able to see a little bit more. It, it does seem like a large square room, and there's a very large iron door on what you believe to be, if your sort of orientation is correct, the north wall. And it doesn't seem to have like a handle. So
6: away from the river.
2: Uh, yeah. Yes. No. No, no, no. Towards. No, her, no, no, towards. Yeah. The yeah. River. towards. towards. Yep. You're no. right. Yep, towards. <clears throat> and you don't see any kind of handle or latch or window on the door. It's kind of just a heavy iron door. And high above the door on the wall, there are these kind of wooden shelves that are like triangles. Like there's a piece of wood, like if this is the wall, there's a piece of wood and then a diagonal piece of wood and another. So it's like a little <gasps> triangle off of the wall. Yeah. And on top of each is a very hefty looking chunk of like scrap iron or something. It's like a like it's kind of cylindrical in shape, but not a perfect cylinder. It looks like a heavy piece of metal, sizable fragment. And each of the chunks has an iron chain attached to it that goes up and then disappears into the wall above it. And there's five of those above the door.
5: Oh, How
6: high off the ground?
2: Yeah, probably 15 feet off the ground. Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, i see so, so sorry can you just say uh, they the triangles above the steel there's, door there's
2: basically five shelves high above the right. steel door and each shelf has like a heavy piece of iron like an iron weight of some kind attached to a chain thing. yeah and the chain goes into the wall you can't tell where the chain goes to on the other side
1: <sighs> graven if, yes. if if we make our way over there carefully on all the scraps and, and you hoist me above your shoulder. I, I might be able to see what, what goes on with those chains.
5: Hopefully
6: it's a way to open that iron door. All right. Yes,
1: but what if it's also a way for staff to
0: alert somebody that somebody has fallen down into this place?
1: Well, we should probably find out. We can't be stuck down here forever. I guess so. Continue.
6: Can, can we... The, I mean, the the other side of the chamber. There's no
2: doors on. That's the, the only that exits see. appear to be directly above you, where you came from. Yeah, this and this iron door. Yes, we've got to take a look. There's okay. no other choice.
1: Let's go yeah. carefully.
6: All right. Yep, carefully stepping on iron to sure, get over move, to the door.
2: Yep, carefully across pieces. You get up, to, so you're headed to like underneath one of these shells, kind of. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're gonna hoist Bazaar up. Is that the like onto your
1: shoulders, yeah. kind of?
6: Get a get a closer look.
2: Give me an acrobatics check, Bizarre.
1: Nineteen. He
2: ducks down and you get up on his back and he kind of hits you up <laughs> onto his shoulders and you get up and you it, like it's still like just kind of just above eye line, but you can reach up and, and touch the the, me- the metal weight.
6: Does it look like it'll move easily?
2: <sighs> I mean it looks heavy, but it looks like possible to move, yes.
1: It, it's possible that I can move it. it it's just heavy. Uh, should I try?
6: Does it look like it pushes in or pulls or what?
1: Uh, as I'm looking at the, the, it's like a metal cylinder you said, right? It's like a hunk of metal. Yeah, it's not perfect cylinder. A hunk, yeah, of, metal. A hunk of metal. And this chain just goes into the side There's of the wall. A hole
2: in the wall and the chain goes up and into it.
1: Well, I, I don't, or I I don't gonna know. Are we going to cast Detect Magic one more time?
2: Detect Magic? Yeah. Sure. Wow. Not Ritual. I don't
1: know. Magic. I don't know where the chain goes to, Graven. It's just leading into the wall, into this big hunk of metal. I, I can try to move it, but I don't know what's going to happen.
0: Uh, with Detect Magic, do I see anything?
2: Uh, yes, one second.
0: Sure.
5: Ugh.
2: Uh, okay, so in the center of this kind of room which is like a little bit off from where you fell down into uh-huh. there is sort of a, a pile of kind of buildup up of, of uh, like some of the acidic goo and also pieces of metallic pieces of waste and it's glowing with a magical energy of some kind that looks like it might be kind of a conjuration school of magic and it also looks like the pile of debris is shifting ever so slightly
0: Mo- moving like a thing like a like a... i'm like <clears throat> uh, like it like it's a Thing breathing or like moving or like, like, or is it like the shimmering of the spell? Like no,
2: like a like a liquid or a goo kind of slowly pulsing, like you know, just the rippling of a of a liquid or something.
0: Okay. <sighs> uh, oh, uh. Uh. The uh, She's gonna tug at Graven a little bit. Oh, uh, sorry. Yes. Sorry. What is it? Sorry. Uh, I just want to point out that there's some kind of a conjuration um, uh, magical effect happening in the center of the room. There's a little bit of like a waving, almost kind of like a liquid bubble in the center of the room. I don't know why. What? (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean, Orva? I don't know. That's all I can understand from it. I can Um, investigate. I don't know. magical
6: ripple in the middle of the room? Yes. I mean, would it have to do with what falls into it? To keep
0: it's, it's 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 from the school of conjuration I don't know I don't know why somebody would bother
6: does the, what she describes to me make any any sense to me?
0: No. From what I can understand, nothing upstairs was of that of that practice
1: okay so should I move the big block or not <laughs> you move the block I'm gonna go look at the bubble all right okay keep- so Pull on it. I'm just going to take it and shift it and try to pull it.
2: Great. Give me an athletics check. Dirty 20. Great. Ooh, Zara kind of grabs it by the sides. There's like a couple like pieces of it that are kind of jutting out and you lean back and give it a, a pull and it slowly kind <sighs> of. Pulls until it slides enough that it tips off the side of the platform, oh. and it—you can see the chain get pulled taut as it kind of chunk, and as it does that, you can see the door, the iron door, lift up and go ever so slightly. And it's as it kind of pulled down, the weight pulled down, it seemed like the door lifted a little bit above, but
6: ground. went back to the ground.
1: Graven, I think I need to move all of these in order for the door to lift up.
6: At least a few more. Okay, G- get down. We'll we'll do the next one. Orville, what are you doing?
0: Uh, I guess I'm slowly getting closer to this thing. Right.
2: So you get close to this, and it's like again, it's like a pile of residue, like this uh, kind of gunk, and and you see like pipes and metal beams kind of sticking partially up out of it, and it's transparent enough to see into it. And you can see that the, like, the pipe will be halfway out of it, and the half that's inside of this, like, buildup or gunk seems significantly corroded away. Like, part of the pipe seems pretty fairly standard, and then it's, like, eaten away at inside this goo. It seems like it's dissolving it very slowly.
0: Okay. Seeing that, Orba's gonna get a little uneasy about it and start to, like, slowly move back toward her friends, but, like, keep an eye on it...
6: Is that right where we landed?
2: No, it's a, it's a little off from where you landed. You guys didn't okay, land directly right. in the center of the room. It, okay. is, it kind of is directly in the center of the room. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah. Uh,
6: we're, we're trying to get to the, do the same give thing at the next one. Check. All
2: right,
1: let's get another one.
6: Both of us? Yeah,
2: give me both of us. Okay.
6: <sighs> Should I have kept my mouth shut? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, 14. 14.
2: 12. 12. Well, okay, great. So you do the same thing. Get on her shoulders. She can, like, balance herself on the wall as she steps up on her shoulders. Yep. You get up and you can grab this, another piece. Oh. Pull it, and it slides again and again. It kind of swings a little bit as it pulls taut and the door once again, this time a little higher, it comes up off the ground as the weight pulls down on
6: it. Now the length of chain, can I just on my own now reach the hanging thing?
2: Uh, like just barely. Mm-hmm.
6: I wouldn't be able to like get a good hand on it and try to pull it.
2: Not really, no, yeah.
6: Okay. All right, next one. Here we go.
2: Great. All right. So you guys start to move. There's five, right? There's five of them, yeah. Or what are you okay. doing this time? I'm keeping an eye on that thing. Great. And they start to move over to the third one. And you start to smell a kind of like, almost like a chemically spell, like a, like a powerful like, cleaning solution. And you see the pile. And it sucks in some of the metal pieces and it starts to dissolve the pipes. No and the pieces of scrap and it pulls them in. And you can feel it, it almost feels as if the floor is like sucking in towards this drain as it pulls the pieces. We need
1: to, we need to get out of here. And
2: I need uh, Bizarra and Graven to give me dexterity saving throws as the kind of piece that you're on as you're trying to balance her gets shifted out from under you.
5: Okay.
0: Oh no! That that one.
6: I got a seven.
2: Got seven. So <laughs> the the ground sh- shifts, and the two of you, because uh, you're kind of focusing up, Graven falls, and Bizarre comes. Can I try to down? Can I try to grab her? Uh, no, because she kind of the two of you kind of yeah. go falling face down, and you fall and you splash into this kind of acidic liquid, and you both yep. take. Oh my god! You both take four my acid face. damage. My face it, is gonna burn off. As it kind of splashes. and the two of you are like struggling to kind of wipe it off your face and kind of shake it off as you try to get the residue off of you.
6: Yeah. Oh, get up, get up. Are you okay?
1: Uh, I think so. All right, we need Sorry. to get the,
6: we need to get out of here. Come on, try. Let's try again. Orba, get back here.
2: Orba, what are okay, you doing?
0: Okay. Uh, Orba's gonna run toward her friends. Uh, but trying to you know stay Great. on the metal Stepping pieces. The metal pieces. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um. Orba
2: is
6: Hmm.
0: Letix. That is a 12.
2: 12, great. So, again, there's like a suctioning towards the center of the room, but you kind of hop from piece to piece. You get over pretty close to them. Yep.
6: Orba, as soon as you see that door get high enough off the ground, try to get under it. Okay. Come on, Bizarro.
2: step over. Athletics checks for both of you.
1: Come on. Yes. Seven. 18.
2: 18. So you get her up and bizarre is hanging she can put her two hands like on the wooden shelf and graven yeah. as the ground slides graven kind of slips and falls out but you're now bizarre is hanging by the wooden oh. shelf
6: i'll try to immediately get,
2: step back and hold her feet sure you take another as you fall backward another one acid damage yep bizarre what are you doing i'm going to
1: pull it right. as soon as he, as soon as i feel right you pull on oh.
2: and again it pulls taut and the metal gate Lifts up a little bit more.
1: How, how, much, how like, much room?
2: I mean, it was enough to possibly slip through very quickly. Those
1: those chains, they can't be pulled anymore, right? It
2: doesn't seem so. It seems like they get taut, like they get pulled all okay. the way to the end. Yeah.
1: I think one more and we got it.
2: Right, right, let's go. Did you try to slip um... under
1: that one?
0: Me? Yeah. No. Okay.
2: So um... you guys want to go to the other one. Uh,
6: yeah, I'm gonna really quickly cure wounds on myself oh, okay. again uh, on a second level. It's, it's a casting uh, type of slot. one action, right? Yes. That's six
2: seconds.
1: Graven healing potion.
2: That's also. An I think
1: oh, Orba. I think that's Orva also an action, my right? Poison yep. potion.
6: I, I gotta take the. I gotta do this to myself. Okay. I gotta okay. do it. Um,
2: so Graven takes oh, a second oh, to himself. Hold on. Give, give me a, Give, give like, me a moment. Sorry, Graven. And it feels like the edges of the room are kind of getting pulled in. I mean, the walls are not, but the, all the pieces that you're balancing on are being, like, soaked <coughs> into the central area. And yeah. the mound seems to be getting bigger and bigger as it kind of pulls in all of these pieces of metal oh debris. God.
6: Okay, 2d8. Yeah, there you go. Uh, 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 10, 10 plus Two? 2 is 12. Um... Five plus, what's five plus 12? 17. 17. Okay. Ooh, um, okay. Um. All right, come on, let's do this and let's get do- bizarre up.
2: All right, get her again. Athletics checks for both of you. And Orba, you're like perched near the door waiting for it to come up. Yep. Is that the idea, Grant? Four. Four? Nine. All right oh, try to God get up and again, lie. with the pulling of the room, the two of you come toppling down, <sighs> and the two of you both take three acid damage. Oh, oh God. Come on.
1: Should, we, should we try once more? Yes, we have okay. to go. So
2: at this point, all of the debris has been pulled in so much from the edges of the room. There's no longer anything to stand on as you do this. Oh my God. So it's kind That's of have okay. away I've got her. at your boots and your feet. Yep. So but give got me it. athletics checks. And you both take one acid damage during this time as you're trying to stand. Oh my God. This uh,
0: is so good. Does Orba have to jump off something to stay near the door? Yes. I'm going to do okay. that.
2: You take one acid damage as you splash down Come into right. the water.
6: I rolled a natural one.
2: Okay, you're going to use your inspiration? <gasps> oh, I'm going to use shoot. this inspiration. Shoot,
1: I forgot my thing again! I think you, you already oh, used
2: yours, yours, didn't you? No, no I have, have that mine. lucky oh, thing. yes, you do. <coughs> uh, so um, what was your uh, check? Six? Nine? Six? No, you're um, re-rolling, or is yeah. yeah? Yeah. Go for it.
0: <sighs> Come that, on. That's good, that's what you want.
6: 10.
2: 10, okay, you get her up on her shoulders, and again, she's kind of holding the shelf, and the two of you are standing there, you can... You can make a pull on it if you want.
6: Come on, Bizarro. I'm we to- oh, sorry, we
2: took one more, right? Yeah, we took one more asset yeah. from standing Damage. in
1: it. Yep. I'm going to pull it.
2: Great, give me an athletics check to pull on it. Come on.
1: Um. Come
2: on. Great. Uh, you kind of grab onto it, and you give it a yank, but Graven's kind of not steadying you quite enough. So you're up, <sighs> you're holding up against it, and he's kind of lost a little bit hold of your feet as he's trying to stay steady. You gotta give it one more good pull. Sorry, you can do this. Come on.
1: I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna pull. Give it. me another pull,
2: but Graven takes another one acid damage as he's trying to. Yep. He's waiting for.
1: Sorry. You.
2: It's okay.
1: I rolled a natural one, but I'm gonna use the lucky, lucky. thing. Okay. <laughs> okay, so
2: um,
1: I can re-roll it, right?
2: Yep, you get to re-roll it. Oh
1: wait, I almost just dropped it. Sorry. Natural
2: twenty! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you move up and you grab it and you give it a good pull and you swing it kind <laughs> of as it hits as it, its chain. <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Seeing seeing how
6: well she did, yeah. I'm gonna try to run over to the. Am I, how
2: close am I to the door? 10, 15 feet. Uh, oh, never mind.
6: Never mind. Never mind.
2: Never mind. Yeah. So, but it comes down, there. and as the the weight comes down, the gate lifts up a good bit.
0: No, orba,
2: are you ducking uh, under or it? Orba's
0: gonna, or was gonna go through, but like keep her head down and take a look. Give me an actual sure check
2: me. with advantage since they pulled it up pretty far. And how how much room is there, Orba? For
0: us to go. Well, sorry, I thought you were gonna answer oh, a question. Twelve.
2: So lifts up, and Orba slips underneath and. It does come down, but it seems like now it's, like, just touching the ground with not a lot of force. So you could either maybe pull it up or yeah. use the fifth shelf and get the last weight down. Graven, uh,
1: let's I, try to pull it. Uh, both of us together.
2: The door. Yes. Yes. Okay, let's go.
1: Orvin's going to we... try to help.
2: Great. Uh, all of you give me athletics checks. Uh, Graven wow. and Bizarre oh. both take one more acid damage as you're running through the, the acid. My god. God, god, guys.
0: My god. Uh Eleven. 4
6: Athletics
0: yep. Oh my god, you gotta be kidding me, bud You gotta be kidding me, bud Stop
6: Natural 1
0: Oh my!
2: You guys reach down And as you go to do it, it seems like the wall has fitted down into a groove in the floor And you aren't able to get your fingers down into it And as you stick your hands down, you feel the burn on your fingers And once again, you take another one acid damage No. And the door oh is god. closed Yep, yep.
0: Are um, just bizarre, gonna keep we... pulling just for her sanity? Sure. We
6: have to go back and get the last ball. Come on! I'm gonna pick oh. her up out of this stuff okay. so that she's not touching it and carry her over there. Can you
2: take one more acid damage. Yep. Oh my god! And give I me really don't be a checks. hero. Athletics. Yep.
6: athletics yep.
0: oh, Jesus Christ.
2: 19.
6: Nineteen.
1: Thirteen. You
2: hold bizarre. Oh. You steady you her, go. and she grabs the thing, pulls it. <sighs> And, at, oh, and this time, oh, as it hits the end of the chain, it goes all the way up oh, and it holds all the way up.
5: Let's bring, go.
6: Bring her down, still holding her up off of the ground yep. and just running. One more acid like,
2: damage as you run through the acid. Oh my yep. god, cleric. And you get to the door and you guys make it in. And I will describe that after we oh. go back to, very briefly. Oh, <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> Erland and Severa and God. Jillian push open the iron door. Uh, so this one actually slides open. It's similar to the one that you when you saw when you entered the... the and spawn. we have our helmets yep. on. Yep. Helmets yeah, yeah, are yeah. now on. You guys are outfitted. Kind of a gentle rattle as it opens up. And... Let me Do I have any of my music? No, nope, I don't. Ah, there we go. And immediately, a few sources of light seem to bombard your eyes from different angles as you wait for your eyes to kind of adjust to the stark shift from the darkness of the holding pen to this area. You've opened up into this expanded corridor with oil lamps hung in regular intervals along these irregular walls, their construction mirroring the path of the stream that flows overhead. It's really a mesmerizing sight. The swirling and cascading of the water, white pebbles and sand and sediment kind of dance along an invisible riverbed. And there's a low rumbling and sloshing, but the sound is muted. It's remarkably quiet compared to your recent experiences around the waters of Lake Golkan. And the ground is a reddish kind of thick sand or clay texture that deadens the sound of footsteps, almost like walking on fresh snow. And you look up and you kind of, for a second, marvel at this really, this magical masterpiece, This the, the wall of force that's holding up the river above you. And you can see the water kind of trickling along from west to east. And it's up above you. And again, the wall is completely transparent, so it literally just looks like the river just kind of stops right above your head. Up, I mean, up above you, but, you know. Off to your right about 150 feet or so. So this is looking uh, west, back towards the waterfall and everything because of the way you're coming out. There's a substantial stone and metal cylinder that's rising up from the ground. It almost has the appearance of like a grain silo and it stops just below where you know that the wall of force is holding up the river, kind of just below the river. And you surmise that it's open at the top because there's a vibrant blue glow that pulses rapidly and leaks out into the surrounding air. It kind of has this repeating, glowing pulse, illuminating a portion of the river, and it creates this kind of ominous overcast. Directly across from you is a hallway that's been hollowed out for some distance. Unlit, doesn't have any kind of door that you can see, but there's a metal plaque on the wall with the number two etched into it. Looks very similar to the number one to enter this holding pen that you just came out of. And finally, to your left, now looking down to the east through this canyon, you can see that the corridor extends further and further, but the false ceiling and floor are converging ever so slightly. So it seems that over time, the river eventually reconnects with <coughs> its original elevation, so they didn't have the wall force to sort of extend indefinitely. And long before that happens, before the two paths converge, which seems a good distance down, the path is blocked by a kind of multi-level structure that bulges out from the rock wall on the southern side. One that, if memory serves, may have been marked on Sketskier's map at approximately below the electrolysis lab. It's that kind of round marking in the uh, lower level. And it's kind of mostly cone-shaped, like it has a gentle slope leading up, but it has a flat top. And there's a railing at the top, indicating possibly some kind of roof deck or some place that someone could watch down into the canyon from. You don't see anyone up there at the moment. And also visible is something entirely absent from your maps or scouting intelligence at all. There's a long, chest-high window down the corridor to your left, with a door on the far end of it. And you can't see inside it at the moment, But there are a series of what appear to be kind of metal spigots underneath the window that look like you could hook up maybe a hose or something to them. And you can't see inside the window, but if you got close to it, presumably you could see inside that window. Where? Sorry, where are the
4: um, uh, the the windows with the spigots? They're to the east or the west? They're to the east.
2: Okay. Just not uh, not all the way to the east uh, to get to that other building that's down. Yeah. Where to, Jillian? Well, I see that number two. That could possibly indicate another series of holding pens. Possibly something else in there that wasn't in this one we just walked through.
4: We might want to, um, this might be where these, oh, we can't hear each other, can we? <laughs> uh,
2: you can, kind of, again, you can kind of yell to get... Like, again, for we yell, okay, so
4: head. yeah, if I'm, if I'm spe- speaking I'm speaking, you're very lightly, close enough to
2: each other, Yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna. Then I'll sort of um, indicate to the back, and I'm gonna point at the um, the
2: window with the with the hoses. Yes, and you see her. (laughs) She starts to walk a little bit. Yeah,
4: I'm gonna go with her, and
2: she's kind of looking around as she does so. This corridor seems void of any people, as far as you can tell at the moment. Does it seem like?
4: does it, is, does it seem like this would be the riverbed, or have they like kind of made it a man-made construction? Yeah, sort? it's
2: it's a mixture. I mean the ground feels like very <clears throat> soft, like a soft soil, so it seems like it was once the riverbed, but they've since yeah. they've infused it with some kind of clay and stuff to make it more solid, so it's not like a mud, it's not muddy or like yeah. anything like that. Yeah. So it's a mixture, kind of. Okay. And you start to move a little closer. And you can now see that the spigots kind of have these rotating valves on the top, possibly a way to close off or open up flow of air or liquid through these little valves. And you kind of wander closer in these large suits, the three of you. And when you get to an angle where you can see inside, there seems to be a lone, dull blue light hanging from the ceiling that partially illuminates What looks to be at first a completely empty room, but then you see that it has this like a field of thin white strands running along a dirt floor. Very similar to the mycelium that you saw on the hand in Bazaar's possession. So it's a whole room and the entire floor is covered in these little white fibrous strands. And there is also a lone person, suited head to toe in the leather garb and the domed helmet currently facing away from you and he's kneeling on the ground and he looks like he's he's got some kind of tool and it looks like he's kind of raking at the ground or kind of maybe fertilizing maybe picking something up it's hard to tell exactly what he's doing maybe planting something in the dirt and running from the back of his helmet all the way to the wall in front of you is a long hose or flexible tube of some kind it seems like it attaches to the back of his helmet and then yeah. it attaches to one of the spigots on the other side of the wall, not the one that you're on.
4: Okay, and is there... So just so I'm picturing it, it's a big window that we're looking into? Yeah, it's like a
2: chest high window that you can see in okay. yep. And, and it's an, you know, a dark room, but you can see the floor is covered in this mycelium. And he's crouched and above... on the ground, kind of raking at the ground.
4: And above these spigots uh, outside, are there, is there, I know there's the knobbed turnip, is there any? Is you said there's a blue light or there's something? There's a blue light on? in the
2: room, in the room. Yeah. Oh, not on the knob. Yeah, uh, but the so no, can, you can see that on the knobs, all of the knobs are turned one way, except for the one that seems like his tube is hooked up to, and it's turned a different way. So his seems. And is that the only way to turn it that way? Is from the outside? As far as you can tell, yes.
4: Um. So I'm gonna sort of. Does Jillian see the guy with me? Yeah, you guys are we kind we all of all
2: peeking kind of inside the window. And again, he's facing away from you, so you're...
4: I'm going to gesture to the his knob, and I'm going to okay. say...
5: <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs>
1: the three of us just lost it. If
4: I gesture to his spigot, is that better? Um... <laughs>
2: <laughs> and Julian gives you a thumbs up as you <laughs>
4: Sorry, I'm mom. so sorry. <laughs> You're the guy in the nerds gesturing the nerds. Um, So I'm gonna I'm gonna gesture to the sort of um, spigot and like
2: indicate should we turn should we turn it? And she kind of points and she. And Jillian's I gonna really look around him. and she kind of backs up and she puts her back up against kind of the wall and looks left I'm and right. You're gonna follow her, yeah. And she unlatches her helmet and she pulls it off. She... Okay, I'll do this, do the same, follow suit. Is severe what's severe doing? Uh, okay. I can't hear okay. you there, Zoe. Can't hear you.
0: Yeah, you can
3: close
2: oh, Okay, so three of you are kind of standing there and Jillian kind of leans in close. You want to kill this man? Is that what we how else do we get inside do we want to get inside there
4: is that not what number two is do you think it looks like those lead to different places then we just leave it then we just then
2: but if we all right so then we we then we close this man's valve and he suffocates (laughs) what do we do with him then (laughs) You're, you're right i thought
4: maybe it was the same place you're right You're right so do we don't need these valves at all then in order to enter holding pen number two
2: i don't think so perhaps when we come back if he's left maybe a brave soul can go in and uh check out what's in this room
4: all right okay (laughs) but for now we let him do his work and we enter holding pen two yes do we need to suit up again do we think for holding pen two i think it would we could be somewhere yes, there, and we can In always take someone, it off yeah. if
2: necessary. Alright. So puts it back on. That's back on. And the three of you kind of wander back towards the hallway that has kind of the two. And there's only a little bit of light kind of coming from the canyon, kind of leaking into the hallway with the number two plaque, and after that it gets very, very dark. And even with dark vision, you could see that the hallway go- extends down a good ways. And then it makes a sharp turn to the right, so it looks like it makes a 90-degree turn at the end of this hallway. At the end of, sorry, which, the, um... The the, the hallway with the number two, you can see that it goes... Oh, I see, I see, okay. Yeah. So you'd have to get all the way to the end of the hallway to see what's around the corner. Okay. And Jillian kind of points to her visor and then points to both of you guys.
4: Uh, I'm gonna put a hand on Jillian's shoulder and indicate to Safira, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and sort of move ahead.
2: Yeah, sure, and she kind of going. holds you, and the three of you kind of walk down this hallway, and it gets darker and darker. you guys kind of get to the end where you could peer around to the right corner, and that's where we're gonna end <coughs> for this. <trip. laughs> Before oh, we find it. out what is in yeah. holding pen, a number. A two. number a two. Oh
1: my <laughs> God. God. Okay. Holy uh, crap.
2: Uh, wow. <laughs> wow.
1: Wow. Nice that job, was everybody.
2: You guys wow. took so much acid damage. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Ooh,
1: I, have I, like, I have a healing potion. I have a healing potion. What do y'all have?
6: <clears throat> I roll, like, eight. three natural ones per eight. fucking episode. Yeah. It's amazing. I
0: really don't know what to do about that. So we gotta fix it. We gotta
6: fix <laughs> it. Did you say you're at eight, Leah? Yeah. I'm at eight. Are I
1: have you a healing, healing potion. At,
6: I healed it's myself twice. twice, and I am at eight.
1: Oh, no, my friend. Oh, my God. I think my first move next week is to drink that potion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see what's on the other side of this goddamn door. I'll I'll go a little sip sip and then I'll go on my way, okay? That was intense. (gasps) Oh, my goodness. What a disaster. uh... Wow, realization that I had the lucky thing came just in time. Sure
0: did. Sure did. Yeah. Um, Turn
1: that one around real quick.
0: (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, there we go. There's was the um, Nice job, everybody! Thank you guys for joining us yeah. in this uh, yeah. experimental episode. Um, hopefully, yeah. in the coming weeks, we'll sort of figured some stuff out, made sure all the tweaks are, are made, and and we'll we'll be running with a little a little more experience under our belt, more finesse. Yeah. It
0: felt a lot like chapter two. <laughs>
2: it,
5: did.
4: <laughs>
0: Which it did. It, it did.
2: felt, a, felt a lot way. like uh, to secrecy. <laughs> Yes, right. that one.
1: I think it was Good fun. One. It's classic. No, so it was you guys did a great job. Yeah, yeah. We, just,
2: uh, we just had some mostly technical things like... to work out, yeah. Like, you know, leaving our audio on. When
1: we're on. <laughs> hey. Uh, oh,
0: the people at home love it. Yeah. Little, they love, love the behind
1: gloves. the scenes love. BTS. People live for that, they That's live right. for it. Oh, God. Uh, um,
0: well, uh, uh, Lori Gazuma hosted us, so thank oh, you okay. so much. And Skelegrammer did thank another, uh, ooh, what was it, 300 uh, bits? Oh, I can't remember. Awesome. 300, 500, I'm so sorry. But, yes, thank you so much, everybody. That was so sweet. Yeah, thank you guys so much. It was so a wonderful this, way to come back.
2: We're always you know, happy to have a little escape into fantasy world here on Sundays yeah. and, uh, and yeah, hang out at sure. Antisuyu, even if you know where we are isn't exactly sunshine even if, you know, and, and daisies. You
0: fall down an acid chute and you're just hanging out Ugh. with a bunch of garbage that wants to eat you I even it's
2: was fine. like, you left that second lever open and Anthony was like, yeah.
6: <laughs> I, I <laughs> thought it was I a sure duel. I, I, what, I, what, I, mean, I obviously sure. set you up for it. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: yep. You spiked it into the I'd ground, like, buddy.
6: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: You spiked it right into the acid-ridden ground. Well, I'm burnt.
2: <laughs> thank you, everybody, oh. so much for joining us. Thank you. We'll, thank you so we'll be back. Much. We plan it's to be back Sunday. next week, unless unless something you know happens. But we'll plan to be here with, uh, yeah. with upgrades and and more and more more story to tell. So we'll see you yeah. soon. Yeah.
0: So thank you all Every for bearing week. with us tonight. Every see you next yeah. time. Yeah. So much. Have a good night. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Congratulations. You've unlocked the achievement of being the most understanding and forgiving viewer ever. That was this episode of A Peek Beneath the Veil. More and better episodes to come. Thank you again for joining us. This is Jordan giving you one big farewell. And I just want to say your presence is a gift.